Geek Shock. Geek Shock. Mr. T, be all you can be. Mr. T, don't pity me. Mr. T, be all you can be. Mr. T, please don't pity me. Mr. T, why don't you eat my balls? I, I couldn't remember what so week it was, and I was like, it's in so January, so I looked up the date. Uh, January 20th. Yes. Monday. Yes. Um, William what? Shatner's one-man show. Oh, that's Shatner's right. Shatner's World. Yeah, Shatner's World. We just live in it. Oh, shit. Uh, and where's this? He's shat in our world. Smith Center. That's, yeah, Smith Center. Damn, how did I not know art. about this? High art. He's shat in our world. Early February at the Cashman Field is the Level Up Expo. Ooh. Yeah. Second and third of February. Really? I really want to go. Level up expo. Tell me about that. Video games. Just, just video game expo. Nothing. That's just. That's all we know. Mm -hmm. Nebulous. Just video video game expo. It's the second year. Okay. Yeah. So I want to go. This weekend at the Orleans is uh, curling. (laughs) Nothing but curling. How exciting. Welcome, folks, to this Geek Shock number 221. I am Master Torgo. The famous Paul. 80s Jeff. Commander K. Captain Luddite. And Bonzo the Beast. And we, oh, and we're going to talk Week and Geek. Uh, this is the first the episode where Bonzo and Commander K uh, are in, were the, in same the same room. room. Yeah. Now, it, that, should, that should put to rest all those rule, rumors. R- rules. No, they become <laughs> rules. We seek peaceful coexistence. Well, you say a rumor often enough, it becomes a rule. Oh, yeah. Gerbil said it. Yeah. What were the rumors that were going around? Because I, you, were the you same and I person. were the same person, and you know, how is that the case? You it's, don't have a beard. It's more of at a all. theory. Well, it, it you makes know, a I great it on. It's a great disguise. It's, it's the beard it's of radio. Dis- then. True, it could be a good disguise. You're right. The beard of radio. <laughs> radio, beard of radio beard killed. Paul started video. those rumors, didn't he? No, Paul is no? the rumor. Paul. Paul is the rumor. <laughs> I am still a rumor. Well, Paul, the rumor, Paul. Just for you, Here we you go. said you said Uh-oh. what is Level Up Expo? Yes. Well, yes. guess what? I just found a page that says what is Level Up Expo. <laughs> <What> <laughs> and here we go. I said uh, briefly. I said it's a video game expo, but it, it, inform us. Yes, please. it says Level Up Expo is a Las Vegas video game convention covering gaming, anime, and comic books. It will be at Cashman Center, Las Vegas, Nevada, February 1st and 2nd, 2014. What are those days? Saturday and a Sunday. Saturday and Sunday. Our primary focus is to not only explore the gaming technology of today's generation, but to also be reminded of the influences and impacts of old school gaming that have pushed us as children to make it to the next level. Level up, bitches. Yeah, I want to go... it should be really cool. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a point to try and get there for one of the days. Um, maybe that's hey, just Saturday. let me know what day you're going. That'll be the if day I go I at all. It'll be well. That'll Saturday? be the day I try not to show up. There Balls. you go. There you go. Maybe I'll go Sunday. That'll work. We'll see. Uh, okay, I'll, I'll try to go Saturday. Saturday. That's a, good, that's a good plan because you're committed to Saturday, and he can sneak in and totally force you to deal with him. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Sunday, the Lord's day. Do you know yeah. what time it runs? I can find out. Right. Google that. What time does level one? Four a.m. Uh, to eight thirty a.m. I'm just kidding, Paul. I did miss you last week. Of course you did. I, course I did. the world did. The world. Hello. <laughs> I was so fucked was up Paul not last here? week. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. See, when oh, Paul says he was I've... fucked up, he doesn't mean drunk like most people do. <laughs> he means that he was sick beyond all reason. I'm pretty right. sure it was the swine flu. Pretty sure it was the H1N1. <laughs> Why? Because every symptom lined up perfectly my wife looked it up and she was like 
I'm pretty sure you oh, had God. H1N1, Paul. Yeah, nothing like online diagnosis. <laughs> hey, to, no uh, yeah. I had I had fever. I had chills. <laughs> I had fever. That's the flu. I had chills. Holy shit! That's swine the, flu. So far, that's the flu. And all you and needed with pigs with wings. Yeah. And, well, and yeah, all due respect to your wife, but online diagnosis not really happening. Well, <laughs> it's not online diagnosis. It's just she read off the symptoms and it was dead on what I had. But <laughs> and that's and, not an online diagnosis. That, no, <laughs> that and the cancer. I think yeah. that's the definition of an online. All right. Thank you. Well, hey, Paul, let me clue you in on a secret here. Most flus have exactly the same symptoms. All right, there well, you go. There whatever you go. I they had, they have a common set of symptoms. My ass. Uh, it's going around town. I still don't it feel is. great. It is. Yeah, it's going around it's like a nasty fucker. I still don't feel great. Uh, but I was out of work for two days, and uh, you know, yeah, it's fucked up. So I'm just returning to the land of living this week, barely, barely. I still I slept twelve hours last night. Still, I do not. I'm Ooh, not wow. myself yet. Yeah. No. The last. Not time that I, I don't sleep ten hours usually, but twelve <laughs> was twelve. Pushing that's it. crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Shit. I'm only getting twelve. But I did. I, I had a, the last time I had flu. Um, it hit me hard, and then it was three weeks before I felt like a normal human being. Right after the flu was said and done, yeah. just getting out of bed and going about your day and not having yeah. your ass kicked two hours later. I have to say, it, I think that some of that is just age. Yeah, and they say Fuck that this. You. Well, just, no, no, for all of us, it's like well, they, no, it's, and they, he's not they kidding. Say, he's they not say, kidding at all. Fuck all of you. They it's also this nasty say, flu. I'm sorry, it you're not nasty. getting younger. Hey, we all had it recently. I'm not kidding. They have been saying also <laughs> that it is hitting middle aged people harder uh, this year for whatever reason. Well, now oh. middle aged, let's not get oh, carried away. Oh, 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 let's oh, not get carried hurt, away. I'll be hurt when it's on the other foot. There. <laughs> I'll be happy. I'll be happy if I'm middle aged. <laughs> if I make it to eighty, I'm rocking and rolling. No, I figure I'm in my waning years. Right? I figure I got exactly. Hey, whatever, whatever, years, lucky. whatever the sickness years. is, it does suck. Because about a month ago, <laughs> I was supposed to go to the cabin. And I ended up getting sick. And go just, to the cabin? What does that mean, go to the cabin? Is like, that code for something? <laughs> no, we have a family cabin oh. up north. But to go our to our the cabin. Okay, right. So we were going to go, and like I got sick, and yeah, I just stayed in bed and stayed at home. Yeah. I felt like a freaking zombie. See, now, yeah. if you had done that at the cabin, that would have been cool. Yeah. It would have been great unless, you know, cabin. but I mean, you know, a two-hour drive when you're not feeling so great, that's not well, two get hours. Get someone to pick you up. What the hell? Not me, man. I hear you. I wouldn't do it either. I didn't want to. I didn't want to move. 40 I didn't is want to the new 80. Yeah, no, no, no. You, it's just 40 is the new 30. I'm feeling fine. No, no, no. 40 is the new 80. That's, that's <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> that's right. 20 is the new middle age. <laughs> I could smell that beef jerky over here. It's strong stuff. Oh, wait till he starts... Uh, uh, eructating, <laughs> eructating. <laughs> Doesn't look so much is like that, beef is that the proper technical term. Conjugation of that word. Eddie, no. Eddie Van Halen eruption ass <laughs> to the bathroom when that does happen. It, will it not looks happen. like beef stick. Paul, it was beef sticks. Oh, Paul oh, likes putting beef sticks totally in his mouth. Totally different from I beef have a, a couple <laughs> of beef sticks. Yeah, Paul does not surprising. Like in his mouth. <laughs> I know, right? There is a uh, in, uh, not to, but at the container park, there is a beef jerky place. Oh God so damn it! They will now be out of business. Yeah. Is this the same one that used to be off of Fremont? I have no okay. idea if used where they be, may have still there. You think that no, one's still there? That one park, was huge. You mean an industrial section of town where it has a bunch of uh, shipping containers that people are like squatting in? No, that's <laughs> the uh, storage uh, one on. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> my mistake. Southeastern. No, uh, the container park on Seventh and Fremont. For those of you who live in Las Vegas, is a new shopping center downtown. Lots of arts. It's a Zappos stores. project. Yes, it's part of the downtown project, and it's sort of the first installment of what they're going to do to re recreate the downtown area. I hear it's badass. Now, it's there's really cool. there's no like chain 
stores in this, right? It's all like local. It's all local businesses, yeah. smaller okay. businesses. Uh, there's a couple of them that are like the. Uh, there's a barber shop actually that's actually in the train caboose, which is kind of cool. The train engine, uh, and I think they have a couple of them. Yeah, there's like a train at the one end of the th- whatever, but. Uh, <coughs> Uh, but they're in LA as well. And I'm trying to remember what it's called, like bad habit or something like that. And then the caboose haircut place. No, no, no. It's just a hair. It's a barbershop, but it's a good called bar- bad I, habit. I got a good, I, it's not some, called caboose haircut. I'm going to cut you uh, like a bad no, habit. No, no, I you wish you, what they should call it. They didn't shape. They should call it caboosey cuts. They didn't shave my ass. They should dress up like kabuki people <laughs> and come in and be like, who are you here for shave? Oh, kabuosie cuts. God, a dude talking like that with a straight razor in hand would be quite the experience. <laughs> Welcome to kabuosie cut. Oh. <laughs> and a flourish with the straight blade. You want a ritter off a top? Oh. I would go. I would go. Oh, I mean, I could use another spray razor shaver. Bad habit. That sounds like a Catholic lingerie shop. <laughs> I'm totally you know. misremembering the name of the place, but uh, it's a cool little uh, barber shop, and I got a nice haircut there, and they, they're good guys. But um, yeah, Container Park. I just care out. that there's a big metal praying mantis that breathes fire. There's That's a all giant praying mantis out in front that breathe, that shoots fire from its antennae about 25, 30 feet into the air at night. Antenna? That's not realistic. Yes, I'm sorry. <laughs> because the hundred foot praying mantis, the hundred foot praying mantis breathing fire is more realistic. Hey, well, if apparently, it came out of its mouth. Appar- that's not what antenna are for, and they're not antenna; they're feelers. Uh, whatever. <laughs> feelers. If it's shooting, if it's shooting not fire, antenna. Feelers. I think it makes it an antenna. Um, I believe actually the uh, item was originally created for Burning Man. And then they, uh, Tony Shea dug it so much, he was like, I want that as part of the container park. There you go. Um, I would the love, fire breathing. I would love to see a sculpture of Mantenna <laughs> in the container no. park. No. Yes. No. Actually, I... No. Where does the fire come fire out of? Oh, where does the fire come out of? Mantenna from where the is, horde. Yeah, from his eye stalks. <laughs> yep. He can shoot fire from his eye stalks. That'd be wicked. <laughs> No, Hornack. I like we're not even 15 minutes into the show, and he's already done uh, a racial joke and uh, and brought He Man into the discussion. I'm talking about Kabuki, dude. He's making up for lost time. No, it's not a matter of gone for a week. It's not the uh, subject matter that's racial. It's how you presented it that could be considered Uh, a racial. You ever seen a Kabuki show? Sounds a lot like that. (laughs) There you go. The ultimate defense against racism. Have you seen a Kabuki show? I have, in fact. I saw one once, and a couple of guys sounded like that. <laughs> so I'm not a racist. They were in the audience, and they were white, but still. I'm actually really just doing my Sergeant Kabuki Man impression. So I like Good old trauma. Mm-hmm. That's an awesome movie. That's so dumb. It's not bad. I was a few minutes here. Uh, what geeky things you do this week, gentlemen? Well, it's been a couple weeks. But right before I got hit with the flu, I got to go see Vegas Nocturne in the yeah. Rose Rabbit Live. How was Cosmopolitan. it? Cosmopolitan. It is... Insane. I was just there the other night myself. I can't say much about it. For those who don't know, tell what even the so this is the new. This is the new incredible production from Spiegel World, who are the new uh, power brokers as far as theatrical presentation on the strip. Now, 
they're slowly but surely getting their foothold in, taking over where Cirque kind of left off. They were behind uh, Absinthe. They're the ones that helped uh, yes, create Absinthe. Yes, Absinthe, which so. is an amazing show, which I uh, that's my day job promoting that show, but it's and, awesome. And in fact, the two hosts from that show were part of the creatives for this mm-hmm. show. So I need to check out it. Absinthe. I've heard nothing but good yeah, things. It's great. You need to. It's um, awesome. So a wonderful, wonderful experience. Amazing facility that they've built, this giant maze-like facility where it's part bar, part theater, part nightclub. Part restaurant, all high end. Yeah, it's something else. Here's the thing: when I walked in the other night, they they take you through the entrance, and then like you stop in the middle, and there's like four doors. Like you go through one of the four doors, and like it leads you into a whole different like part of the club. Yep. So if you ask to go to the study, you go to the study on the left, or whatever. You ask to go to like the club part, they'll take you to that or wherever. And I'm like, we walked into the study, then we go around the corner, and then you're actually into the bar area, and you're like. Man, I really feel like I'm going down the rabbit hole right now. It's just seriously like crazy shit going on. Yeah, it's very wildly constructed. That's that gig I had uh, a few weeks ago. I was filling in for a guy. Cool. Yeah, it's yeah. it's great. It's it's a great show. Uh, did you go just for the nightclub thing at midnight? Is that? Uh, I don't. I think it might have been the case. I didn't get to it's see the show. It's actually three shows. Yeah. So it's we, there's there's the. First, yeah, I was there after a, show a concert. At eight, there's a show at ten, and then there's yeah, and then there's. The, I was there after the concert. Like my friend just wanted to bring me in yep. and show me the place. Yeah, it's and I was awesome. Like, cool, let's go. Yep, I got to see all three shows. It's crazy. It's great. But yeah, there's a restaurant there. There's a bar there. So if you just want to have dinner and then sit out at the bar, you hear the show throughout the place. But then every now and then, like uh, they've got a couple of these awesome tap dancing kids. These guys are amazing. They actually tap dance through the whole joint. So they like start in a study, work their way into the restaurant, then through the bar, dance on the bar and the piano, hop around, come to the backstage area, and then come out to the show. And it's all to the music for another act that's happening in the showroom. <laughs> and then that act ends. And it's a couple of, uh, uh, they're doing the uh, Daredevils, the Chinese Daredevil thing. I so got to see this show now. <laughs> yeah. And so this is a variety show. So the, Yeah. And then the Daredevil act continues their show backstage through the bar as the tap dancers then do their performance as oh, a part of the main show. Yeah. So there's a couple sections of the show that are like happening in four different places at once. And uh, so even if you're not seeing the show, you'll get a part of the show if you're hanging out at the bar and you hear the music. It's a pretty amazing, mm-hmm. a huge project. It's an and, incredible undertaking. Yeah. I wish them all the success in the world. It's really, really cool. But I'm glad to hear it turned out good because I, you know, I, was, I was at rehearsals where things were a bit of a mess. It's times, wild. It's awesome. Know? So, yeah. We've all been in, re- all of us have been yeah. in rehearsals at one time or another where you're like, that's never going to, what's going on there? And yeah. Nobody knows what's happening over here, you know? <laughs> so, but some super talented people. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. So. That's cool. I'm glad to hear it's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. I need to get over there and check it out. I saw 47 Ronin as a geeky thing. Oh. Yeah, I keep kind of thinking I, about that's, that. I'm, I wanted to go see that. Yeah. How was it? Well, it was interesting. It was interesting how Uh-oh, they tried to, to bring a, a fantasy element to it. Um, interesting. Good. Interesting. Poo-poo. I- interesting. And, yeah, interesting meh. I think. <laughs> I don't know. It, it, I don't know that it would. Quite, I don't think it would quite rate on Paul Mattingly's uh, worst movie ever for this week. But it. You think uh, I would hate it? I. I don't know. I. I don't. Yeah. I think I would love it. I don't know that you'd love it. It's. Uh, <laughs> but. I mean, I enjoyed it, but it was nothing super. Uh, you know, nothing that. That I would uh, go see again, or just, I don't know, I don't know. Well, it was interesting. I know that they, you know, the studio assholes that they are, 
bef- the week before the show came out, they had set up uh, a contingency law plan for the failure of it. You know what I mean? Like it was. Nice. It's one of the this first. This was doomed to fail before it came out. Well, that's. Yeah. But I mean, it's one of the first productions that has had a real public uh, stance. The studio having been like, we're going to lose tons of money on this. We're taking an insurance policy and all this kind of shit on it. Really? Oh yeah. yeah. They had to. <laughs> like it was testing poorly overseas because they they started they released it overseas first, and you know it's it's not unique. Films have tested poorly overseas and then very well here in the U.S. But. It was testing poorly overseas, so they had like a big uh, uh, meeting with all like the the studio heads uh, that were involved in the film and and uh, look at the, all the production aspects. And they're like, "All right, so here's the deal: this thing is probably going to tank in the U.S." So they started getting together contingency plans, and just like Paul said, they took out like a huge insurance policy so that if the film failed domestically, they would you know have their asses covered. And let's let's retrace those steps there for a started, second because so. crazy. you know you you have Keanu Reeves as the main actor, and let's just let's think about that for a second. When was the last time he had a good movie? Over a decade or more. Well, yeah, the first Matrix I'd say was probably the last thing that really. Even the day the Earth stood still was my, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. maybe. The day the Earth stood still is yeah, pretty and crappy. it's it's not even yeah, like because it's was, not the original. It's not even like there was anything there that was his fault. No. It, it was, yeah. You know, it was just, they took the, and it was just like, why are you doing the 47 Ronin? Because basically, just for those people who know what the 47 Ronin story is, they just basically had a Japanese witch manipulating, um, I think it's Kira is the bad uh, daimyo. And the, the, this Japanese witch is manipulating him to do all the things that happen in the 47 Ronin legend. That's basically it. And Keanu Reeves' character is this mysterious half-white, half-Japanese guy who has some supernatural connection. And so he's the supernatural element on Asano's side fighting against uh, the supernatural element on the you know, Kira's side. So and they, just, they just added a little they bit just, of magic. They just, they just added a layer of supernatural. And that was interesting. That was some interesting stuff there. Yeah. But, you know, there were, there were moments in the beginning of the movie especially where I'm, just, I'm watching this and I'm like, okay, this is where a studio exec said, okay, Keanu needs to fight somebody here. Yeah. And there were a couple moments like that, and it's just, ah. Uh, because, you know, if you watch 47 Ronin, that fucker takes a while to get rolling. <laughs> right? Yeah, no, it's and, a slow know, pace. There's yeah, a lot of, it is. You know. There's a lot of, uh, yeah, there's like emotional things going on. Exactly. Intellectual things exactly. Well, that's the whole thing. If and, you're a Ronin, and, and, you're a, you're a, a samurai without a master. Yeah. And it's, and, it's, there's not a lot going on there. You're lost. Yeah, well, you're well, lost. Exactly. The setup, the setup yeah. for the fall yeah. of the daimyo, their lord... They, they they did that up in the movie. It took a while to get there. They actually did not play the um, the waiting game. The original forty seven Roman movie has that big long. There, you know, by the time they get they take action, you as the audience are like, oh, for fuck's sake, thank God, not in this one. <laughs> in this one, it is almost literally like one year later, and boom, it all starts. So they do a big lead up for the fall of the Lord. But it, it, oh boy, it gets, it gets contrived. There's a lot of, this is what a Western person thinks Samurai Bushido honor is in the eyes of the Japanese. And so this is how this works out. And they're always, you know, because it's like you see stuff like that and you're like, 
God, this honor concept is such bullshit. It's just the Americanized version. Exactly, exactly. If you watch... Kira Kurosawa would do it. Yeah, it's proper. Chushingura, uh, I think, is the name of the 47 Ronin yeah. Japanese movie. Yeah. And you watch that one, you're actually like... Oh, I get it. You have to, you have to bear with it because it takes a while, but you actually go, oh, that's why honor matters, and that's why this really kind of blows. Yeah. And it, that it, they didn't really hit that. With this one, too well. We don't have the patience. The yeah. filmmakers of Hollywood don't well, have and the patience. Also, no, American audiences honor. don't have patience. And, also and they lack honor themselves. And yeah. understanding the, this aspect, this consideration of honor, is something that, you know, because we're so individual, it's just like, you know, if we were in that daimyo's place, it'd be like, fuck you, I'm taking my stand, eat my shit, no, I'm not going to slit my belly. You know, but in in Asian eyes, in Japanese eyes, no, you're gonna slit your belly, that's and the, that's and Americans writing it. Never mind the audience acceptance. I'm yeah. not even gonna go there. The people writing the story can't handle those concepts. No, well, it goes back to I keep saying our country's in its teenage years, and that's a, a thing that like I think a lot of teenagers have trouble understanding, and so we as a society have trouble understanding that like total sacrifice for something you believe in at that level just doesn't compute to I a think today society doesn't yeah. i think when i was growing up what we talked about last week with the kung fu films <clears throat> seeing the the seeing all of them in those films like dying for what they wanted or believing in certain things made you want to believe yeah. now kids today they don't have a lot of like that because it's always today. much Get much off my lawn <laughs> yeah i'm such an old man right now um but today's society is always too fast, and it's always it's just. I think I think the too fast is a point. I'm not entirely sure that it that the the idea of sacrifice is not there. I mean, you had the Occupy Wall Street movement, True. but its flame out I think is indicative of the nature. Even when it's sacrificing and doing something for someone else, there is because today's society is so fucking fast. I mean, Facebook is grindingly slow to the Twitter generation. You know, and the Instagram generation and the Pinterest generation. So it's like when Occupy, just after a year or two years, was not leading to all these great reforms and transforming America, it kind of flamed out. Yeah. I'm and sorry, it, my whole right side right now smells like beef jerky and Reese's now. <laughs> I'm not eating Reese's. Reese's. No, Jeff, 80s Jeff here is eating Reese's and Paul was eating beef jerky. I don't know what he's eating now. I'm eating gummy cola bottles. There you go. Yeah, you can't smell those. So. Um, Thank I'm, God. Okay, so. well, sticking with the cinema thing, I've uh, continued my Oscar watching. And I went and saw Inside Lewin Davis, uh, which was really good. Uh, 1960s folk scene. Yeah. Really cool. Really I'm good. Cohen Brothers fan. Oh, so. you'll you'll like this one. Yeah. Um, soundtrack's done by T Bone Burnett, who is just Ooh. incredible. So go give this a shot. And then I watched her the next evening, which is one of the best films I've seen. I think I'll rate that as the best film I've seen out of the Oscar race thus far. Wow. Yeah, I'm. It's funny because I'm already hearing the snickers of <laughs> a guy falls in love with his Siri and make derp a derp. But I'm all. I'm actually. I'm even in the sci-fi uh, fantasy circles. I'm starting to hear people say best genre movie of uh, of 2013. Yeah. I think it might be one of the best films I've seen this year. I mean, if I can get past Joaquin, you. I'm down. I love me. You some know, Spike he doesn't Jones. ask. He doesn't act like himself in this film. He's okay. just like straight on. You know, being a different individual. That's interesting. Good. All right. <laughs> but it's I a great story. See it. I've heard it's great. Yeah, it's a great story. I mean, so. It sounds a little Lars and the Real Girl, but I'm down. A little bit, but it's not. he's not as 
I don't know. Jason Siegel's just, I think, been pushed down my throat too much. <laughs> saw, oh, well, uh, that's a layered story. <laughs> saw a True Detective premiere last night. Uh, that new, that's looks the new HBO series? New HBO series um, with Woody Harrelson and Matthew McConaughey. I have a DVR. It looks really intriguing. Yeah? I'm, I'm very interested to see where it goes the rest of the season. But Are uh, you intrigued? Yes, I am, actually. Mm. I, uh, I thought it was really well done. I don't tell anything. I have to watch oh, it. Oh, you haven't watched so it yet? Okay. No, I have a DVR. I, will, I, won't, I, I won't tell anything uh, but uh, about the actual story, but uh, <laughs> it's a kind of flashback setup, i.e. They're, they're the two main characters, played by Woody Harrelson and, uh, and Matthew McConaughey, are being interviewed about a case that they did uh, like 15 years ago. All right. So it's, it's like set up like kind of modern day, but they're flashing back to this case. And that's really the only thing that they have released about the story uh, at this point, even through trailers and so forth. Yeah, so, that, was, that was kind of obvious from the trailer when I saw so it. So uh, it's, but it looks really interesting. Okay. You know, when they sent out the promos for it to like press for press releases and what they sent out case box as the case files, like hmm. really cool stuff. And I was like, man, how do I get my hands on one of those? Mm. They used to do that stuff all the time. We used to get some of that stuff occasionally, but I mean, few and far between. Swag is much more expensive now. Yeah. They, they, they just, you know, it's all digital now. They just email you like a bunch of pictures and some video clips and say, well, here's your press kit. They're waiting for people to, you know, do something viral on YouTube that they can just sit back and go, yeah, that's us. Well, it's yeah. true. I mean, they, you know, the less they spend on marketing, the the more we as, you know, media consumers tend to pick up and, and run with so they don't have to spend as much money. Well, for things that we love. That's true. Yeah, don't forget love, but Jeff. <laughs> for the things that we hate just That's as true. much. So, okay, things we have passion for. Yeah. There you are. There you About go. to say, because Paul's passion, that'll, fact, that'll be the tipping point for a lot of uh, mainstream consumer. I'd almost say that things show, that we Paul's hate passion. get more exposure than the things that we love because people are like, well, I want to see why this person hates this so much, and then they go watch it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who says Entire genres have been made from Paul. I want to see this Basically. because so-and-so loved it. I mean, come on. So wait, so you're saying that there's a famous Paul advertising agency now yes. <laughs> <laughs> i fucking hate this movie he's like well now, now we have to go figure out why he hates it so <laughs> much you've heard of the passion of paul or the passion of christ now there's the passion of paul one man's odyssey on everything he hates i try and keep it to a dull roar at this point <laughs> i the, try and talk more about yeah. stuff i love i was just real uh the good geeky thing i did was i watched uh the, the movie about drew struzan who was the saw that too? It's was excellent. The poster artist for Back to the Future, the whole trilogy. Oh yeah, uh, Indiana Jones, the whole trilogy, uh, the Star Wars special edition uh, posters that are like a trick pick. Oh He's yeah, that guy. Hundreds, if not thousands, of well-known movie picture posters that like are ingrained in your yeah. brain. The back thing, when movie posters were art. The wow. thing, the original yeah. with the light coming out of the guys. He said he got that one night. They told him we need it tomorrow. Oh. They didn't have an actor. They didn't have a story for him. They didn't have anything. They didn't give Seriously. him anything. They were just like, have you seen the old movie? And he goes, yeah. We're redoing that. Can you give us a poster? <laughs> yeah. And he was like, what do you, uh, okay. 
And that's what he came up with. And they were like, that's awesome. Iconic poster. It became an <laughs> iconic so poster. Documentary? It's a documentary yeah. on the Netflix Insta Watch called Drew the Man Behind the Poster, I think it's. Yep. Drew the Man Behind the Poster. Yeah. Man Behind the Image or something, or something like that. Like it's that. it's, it's a wonderful. Really. And it's home really, watch this tonight. <laughs> it's really, yeah, really cool. And uh, and uh, very you know respectful to him and and sadly he you know isn't doing it anymore because it's all gone digital and it's all gone. But and horrible. Is, he's doing fine. Yeah, he's fine. There's nothing sad yeah. about. No, it. it's he's, sad for the. It's sad that for that the people art. are dumb. It's yeah. sad that we don't get good posters. Yeah, there, yeah, exactly. But it's great. Um, and then uh, yeah, that was awesome. Then I watched last night. I watched uh. Cutie and the Boxer. You guys seen that one? I've heard of it. It's on Netflix Just too. Just came on Netflix. I too. looked at it. They suggested I should watch it, yep. but I haven't watched it. It's good. It's it's it. That is a little sad. Yeah, but that's okay. Great. Everybody, that's, don't watch the film. Paul likes it. Oh, I like plenty of movies. Oh, I mean, well, you don't have to, but I really did enjoy it. It's sad, but it's but it's really compelling. I like two sad artists, movies. I'll watch. Two what artists is it living about? together uh, for you know their the story of their entire life uh, in a two hour movie. It's it's quite good. It's quite good. Uh, Cutie and the Boxer. Uh, I'll watch it. That one. You'll like it. And um, I do like sad movies. So. And then, and then today, I think today, Attack on Titan got released on Netflix. Because I hadn't seen it on anything before. What is this? This is the anime of 2013. And I'd heard nothing but glowing reviews. It's on all kinds of top ten lists and number one on a lot of them. And you hated it. No. no. <laughs> I'm already four episodes deep, and I would have gone further. I had to go. <laughs> I had to. I watched that right to the last minute. It's great. And it shares a lot with Evangelion. Oh, boy. So you've got young kids faced with these giant monsters situation. It's crazy. <laughs> this show is crazy. So wait, it's the Power Rangers meets anime. Nope. Oh. Nope. Well, you said young children were faced with giant monsters. The Power Rangers were children, right? No. The Power Rangers are dumb teenagers. These are like 13, <laughs> 12, 13-year-old kids. No, but anyway, they have these uh, They have these really cool, uh, crazy little uniforms that shoot out wires, and they do like... It's like they do wire foo on the fly. This uh, sounds like the Power Rangers to me. All right. I'm going to tell you it's not like the Power Rangers. <laughs> At all. But this sounds exactly like what you just described. All right. I'll give you that, but it's not. There you go. Uh, but you know what's not happening in the Power Rangers? What? Giant, humanoid, naked people breaking down fortresses and eating people alive with their blood and entrails. Okay, now everywhere. that sounds That's good. All right. There you go. I'm you got tell Bonzo you, now. It's fucked up. These things are called Titans. Attack of the Titan. Yeah, Attack on Titan. Attack on These Titan. These things, they call them Titans, Lighten and they're down, these right giant now. humanoids. They're not human beings. They look like humans, but they're fucking weird. They have no genitalia. They're naked and they're crazy. And they just they just eat people. They don't eat animals. They don't they don't know what the fuck. Know, I don't know. It's know I'm, only, good. I'm only a couple episodes in. It's crazy. And there's this one guy, this one Titan that's really way bigger than all of them. He's got no skin on his body. He looks like, you know, the visible man model. Okay. Now, yeah. Imagine a giant giant like 400 a giant foot tall. slim good body yes I'm just gonna say slim <laughs> <Exactly>. good body <laughs> it's like imagine a 400 foot tall slim good body with a big uh itchy the killer grin <laughs> oh god you know yeah it's, wow. oh, it's fucking scary dude the imagery is amazing the action's incredible it's well animated it's well it's well acted like it's again it, so it you're really, saying takashi mike could have done this no no not quite it's not gross like that oh, okay. it's got some some violent rough stuff going on but it's not 
dependent on the watching whack yeah. off in the bushes shit. <laughs> um, it's it's but so far, man, I can see why people love it. I it I just felt so good today. I was driving in my car after that, headed off to teach some improv, and I'm listening to my CD mixes on my iPod or whatever, and some uh, some uh, <clears throat> Puffy Ami Yumi comes on, and I'm just like. Yeah, man. It just sounded really good again. I was like, God damn it. I'm excited about anime again. Wow. I haven't been excited about anime in so long. But how many episodes are? There's 20, the 24 on there right now. Okay. Uh, it's going into, I think it's, I guess they're in their second season now. But yeah. Hmm. Oh, man. Attack on Titan. Wow. All right. I just, I just mean. Just got it on Netflix. Just got on Netflix. And it, I really just. Woo! I'm gonna buy this right? shit. That's cool. Right? That's yeah. That's cool. I just I just was disappointed because I went through my my list uh, at, in January on Netflix and found you know saw all the stuff they had pulled off. Like virtually all the DCU stuff has been yanked. Well, what the 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 the, the Justice the, League still the, on the there? Anim, a lot of the animated movies. Have the been movies pulled. did get pulled, yeah, yeah. But the Justice League still on there. Well, I own all that shit. Which is interesting because one of them was on HBO the other night, and I was like, uh huh, because yeah. And I think HBO probably. That's all I watch is well, the animated stuff. Yeah, like, I know, and it's it, a lot of it's gone now. Yeah, have you sucks. seen their uh, uh, original animated show Netflix? The Which Turbo. One? It's based on a movie. Turbo? They, I haven't watched Turbo. They snail? Like their own animated series. They got their own oh, kids right. called yeah. Turbo. Is it good? I, I haven't seen it. I was wondering if you'd seen no, it. No, I don't, you know, I'm picky. I haven't well, watched that. I've been watching. got to be see-through skin eating people. I seriously, I've been, watching, I've been watching Voltron. I've been watching Transformers. I've been watching, while I've been sick, I just, I've in my bedroom, I've got the TV where I can, um, you know, every Netflix hookup is different right sure. this one lets you play three episodes in a row before it says are you still watching okay. you have to hit it again that's so i can fall of, asleep yeah. while i'm watching stuff i so think that's the blu-ray that's option yeah, yep, the, exactly my blu-ray does mm-hmm. that or something that's yeah, weird so i'm watching that but man attack on titan it really just oh i can't i cannot wait i'm gonna devour that this week all right uh, all i do is play more in minecraft and watch a documentary on bronies <laughs> did you watch that how is it <laughs> My it's, wife actually was like one, almost going to watch it. I'm oh like, let's God. watch it. Let's watch it's, it. It's actually a, a very endearing documentary. Okay. Uh, it's because I really did not know what a brony really was. I know I've heard the, I the jokes. I didn't until I saw it. Uh, and so on. But I'm like, okay, what exactly is a brony? How did this all come about? And it's very endearing. I actually, actually kind of like these people because there should be more people like this in the world. Different from a jabroni. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not what you love. It's how you love it. And, right? You yeah. Know. Uh, well, but it's, it's just such a positive thing. That's, that's what, what, what really kind of was amazing about it. And Fact I can check. see how this cynical world would wants to, wants to destroy this. And it's, it's kind of right. Yeah. Fact it did check feel Andy's, a little uh, staged in a lot of areas well, though, well, from well, what I saw. Well, that's because, you know, you had, you know. Don Delancey being the producer of the show and being like the guy who's like, oh, how did this all come about and so on. And yeah, there were some staged moments, but the actual brony uh, movement microcosm uh, is 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 very very real and very genuine. Yeah, fact check Andy is. I think he's a closet brony. Well, Duncan yeah. is. Duncan's Duncan's He's out of the closet. He's not closet at all. Yeah, no. It's like the first thing he wants to talk to you about, which is great. I love that. I love when your passion for a show is yeah. so strong. It's like I gotta, I gotta 
evangelize this thing. I get it, man. So, so oh, yeah. if you're a brony out there, by all means, that's <laughs> I'm great. I'm sure you do. What? Embrace yourself no, and your friends. Make, it makes perfect sense. It's, I mean, that's. Yeah, if I really love something, I will talk it like just like I was screaming about oh, back yeah. on Titan. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And Fuck trust me, I could make the rest of this podcast about Minecraft. I don't know I what Commander right? was laughing about. I was actually agreeing with you. Um. <laughs> So instead I, of speaking of Minecraft, the sake of laughing, we will okay. say news you don't give a shit about. Oh boy, here it comes! Poop train. Uh, I would, I would care about if there uh, was a th- poop th- train. This first one <laughs> is actually not news. I, I put it in this section because, because well, why not? But it's actually really big news when it comes down to it. At CES, uh, and uh, yeah, Bonds is going to expound upon this quite a bit. Yeah, because he was it's there. News I give a shit about. Yeah. And it's news Paul gives a shit about. Oh, I know about this now. WWE announced the WWE Network, an online network with 24-7 live streaming programming and on-demand archival content, including at launch every WWE, WCW, and ECW pay-per-view show ever. Uh, it's basically their own dedicated <laughs> Netflix. It is fucking wow. amazing. It's a fucking it's a uh, fucking amazing thing. So they're gonna get my ten bucks a month. Yeah, those sixty bucks a month pay per view events included in the price, uh, which is nine ninety nine a month uh, with a minimum six month commitment. Uh, older events are supposedly uncut and uncensored. Uh, the service is available on every internet compatible device. Also, Sci-Fi Channel fans, you may no longer have to be bothered with wrestling. I was going to say, Un- thank God, uncut and uncensored. I wonder if they've replaced the music like they have though. Still, maybe because um, they've were, lost they musical said, rights. They said they said a Ooh, lot of the things were uncut and uncensored. Let's let That's him important. finish. All right, and we'll go get ahead. To this. Right. Uh, it goes live February twenty fourth at eleven oh nine Eastern Standard Time, right after Raw, uh, and it makes. Making WrestleMania 30 the first pay-per-view to air on it. And that's all I have. Gentlemen, go to it. All right. So, yes, I was at the event when they inaugurated. It was, you know, open bar, you know, past hors d'oeuvres. It was great. Um, Who was there? Who, did they have some wrestlers there? They did. They had Stone Cold Steve Austin come out and tell some stories. Holy shit. Uh, Triple H and Shawn Michaels <laughs> came out as DX. Dear God. Uh, Stephanie McMahon was there. Vince, oh. McMahon, Vince McMahon. And uh, Shane O'Mac. No, no shame. Oh, poor guy. Uh, and then uh, Cena came out to round it out. Oh no! But like in the to queue when you're out. walking, when you're walking <laughs> through, the worst. when you're walking through and getting drinks and stuff, like uh, as you walked in, there was um, Alberto Del Rio, the Bella Twins, Big Show, Mark Henry, Great Khali, like taking photos with everybody. Holy fuck and, me! Which I have. And I was <laughs> oh, <going>. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Actually, I showed yeah, Master yeah, Torgo. Yeah, he showed the pictures later, but uh, I showed Master Torgo. Well, and, please, uh, so our viewers can. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah right? we can put we can put we some can up put on the, the picture page. Up, up, right, right. So um, anyway, I was we there. The they talked about traffic. They talked about uh, hot. They are hot. hot they are hot. They talked about what the programming is going to be on there. So they're going to have original programming, like Legends House. So like you know, six or seven Legends get in, like Roddy Piper. I was going to say, are they going to just and do? Why don't they just do fucking Piper's Pit? Why call it Legends? No, House? but I'm, Legends House, like they mean they live together and oh for shit. fucking like Jesus, a reality what? TV. Legends House. Oh my god. Yeah, like Gene Okerlund, Roddy Piper, Jim oh Duggan. Oh my god, it's hilarious. That's fucking funny. Um, they're going to have like countdown. So some of like the best moments, like the what's go? the best catchphrase we in lost history, or what's the best match or whatever countdown they'll do that um but yes i totally agree that 9.99 a month so look at this every pay-per-view that you order in hd for a 12-month span that's around 640 650 something dollars for 12 months okay if you order every pay-per-view if you order every pay-per-view and especially in hd this will cost you 120 dollars for the year it's 10 dollars a month 
you're getting the entire back catalog, which, mind you, that is every wrestling fan's dream since you grew up. Okay, really like is. you want like you press the cat like you want a catalog at the press of your fingertips. You now have it, mm-hmm. and this is going to not just change wrestling history. I mean, it'll change television history or net. I mean, Netflix was a big part of this. If yeah. this takes off, and it probably will, mm-hmm. um, I could certainly see the cup MGM getting their own channel, Sony Disney getting their Disney own, Disney minute. getting their own thing. Uh, so you will have a, a glut of subscription model mm-hmm. television. Think about well, this. I've if been they, saying that's where we're headed. Right. It's, it uh, it's going right. to splinter but out, it's, but it's but, but this it's is the first salvo. It's going to be that cable thing that everybody said. I just want to pay carte. for the channels I want to pay for. The a la carte, which is great. Which is it, 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 But it'll kill Netflix and things like it. Uh, well, they've already Maybe. pulled they've already Possibly. pulled WWE yeah, most of the WWE stuff off of Netflix because it'll probably be on there. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is this is a good thing. I mean, there it's going to be on PS3 and PS4. It'll most likely be on Xbox 1 probably later in the fall. Mm-hmm. Um It'll be, you know, it'll you can download it'll be on, it on your phone. 360 too, right? I believe so. Yeah. It'll be on your phone. Basically, your if you're, yeah, if you're, if it has an internet connection, they'll have it for it. So what they did after for the guests there and for the press, they actually gave uh, in each bag for a guest bag and press bag, uh, they gave you Google Chromecast. So Google Chromecast, you know, you can hook it up to your TV and you can play YouTube videos off there, Pandora, Netflix, or whatever. So basically now if I get the WWE app or network for my phone, I could just now, boom, and it goes right onto the Chromecast and away we go. Yeah. So I'm happy with it. And I will, as you can tell, me and Paul will already be paying for it. So they've already gained $240 out of us. But sure. So, yeah, every studio is watching this right now. Mm-hmm. Every should. studio has been working towards been working this for toward it, but they're decade. watching. Yeah. Yes. I mean, that's part of why Comcast bought NBC Universal. Sure. I mean, it's there. I I watched this documentary about the the guy that founded Universal a while back, and this this documentary was made like ten years ago. But one of the things that he failed to do was to respect the coming online and cable broadcasting. You know, he kept trying to say, "Well, all we do is movies. All we do is movies." And then eventually, when GE bought Universal and then later on bought NBC. They merged the two because they wanted this one big entertainment, uh, you know, umbrella. Well, now a lot of like Time Warner uh, is in the cable biz now, as well as doing online streaming, and they're all trying to do this. And that's why a lot of stuff is disappearing from Hulu and Netflix sure. and so forth, is because they're, yeah, they're gearing up to to, to have their own service. So and that's you know stuff's be an interesting probably going to start disappearing from the table soon. I hope this lets them bring back the XFL. <laughs> You're funny. Why not? You mean just a season as part of as part of their programming? That could, they could do that. I don't think they'll do like another XFL ever again. Why not? I, I just don't see the NFL that's is too big to oh, compete no. with. Well, the reason yeah. is the NFL probably sent over some thugs at some point. <laughs> Honestly, they don't want any competition. Sure. But it'd be great to see something like that. It I would think certainly it. add content. That's what I mean. I wonder if they'll at least bring back the old episodes. But they have 100, over 100,000 hours of content as it is. Sure. So they're just but I, but I'm talking more. about, yeah, making it 
right. more inclusive of you know, so things a wider variety. Right. Yeah. So this yeah. may not, not be wrestling. news that you guys gave a shit about, but let me tell you, no. this made a big scene. Oh, he said jokingly that this is part. Yeah. I know. He no, did. no, this this is actually is huge news, and its implications are even larger. And as more companies do this, in both positive and negative yeah. ways. Oh yeah. As more companies do this, it's going to be interesting. We'll see what cream rises to the top in mm-hmm. this. And let, of course, let McMahon be the one to have guided this, right? And the <laughs> as if he didn't have an ego as it Mark is. Mark in his place in history. But there's it, also the on a whole other implication level of what happens to the daily news, because if we don't really have well, free the daily news is already done. Yeah. It is. It's been done. I, I hear it's been you. Done, but free television. Have is you the watched s- the news of late? I don't watch the news, right? Much, and it's Neither crap. Do I. It that's is, why it's, it's nothing but fear mongering and corporate shilling. Because the it's more so pure fear mongering and corporate shilling, the more both sides about making From money, both the yeah. less they could do yeah, the news. Uh, yeah. No. In fact, interestingly enough, I just watched this documentary last night called "Celebrity" with an S, S E L L. That's clever. And it's mostly about paparazzi, but. They show how that whole entertainment medium has been taken over, like entertainment tonight. Like it's not well, the news. Well, entertainment it's, that's, tonight, that's the thing. They talk the about news. shows like Access and Entertainment Tonight and all of these, and and the TMZ. News. How those were like you know nobody would ever cite those places as sources in the past. Now they do, and now you're getting like, you know, your lead in to like your local news or international news is today so-and-so was found, you know, eating in a Starbucks, you know, drinking a latte. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like that, 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 that that whole entertainment medium is now forcing out like legitimate news articles Mm -hmm. because people don't want to know what they need to know. They want to know what they want to know. Yeah. They want fun things. Yeah. Fun things that I don't have to think about. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's uh, and they People said and the Lord. they also what get into this whole you know thing about journalism is now really not journalism because you know the whole mm-hmm. notion of an informed populace you know an informed electorate would make good decisions and we're not being informed so journalists are not doing their job and they're also not fact checking because everything is so fast paced you know the twenty four hour news cycle it's just like well let's take it to press and we'll apologize later you know instead of taking the time to you know find mm-hmm. s- multiple sources and verify the information before they present it. It makes me feel like that Indian who saw people litter in that commercial. Yeah, it really does. It really does. Well, Sadly, only people our age know what I'm talking That's about. That's true. Yeah. yeah. New new internet meme, crying Luddite. Yeah, crying <laughs> Luddite. <laughs> Just turns his face to the camera <laughs> with that. Well, we got some new shows on our hands, crying Luddite and yeah. The Passion of Paul. Uh, news you don't give a shit about uh, this one, this one, <laughs> this one, this one, this one. Uh, so what far, about this one. So far, you're right. I don't give a shit about yeah. this. <laughs> Infamous Michigan-based rap group Insane Clown Posse <laughs> released a statement on their website today, announcing that the American Civil Liberties Union, the ACLU, will be getting down with the clown in a fight to clear the band and its fans' name. A press conference revealed that the ACLU has filed suit against the Justice Department and the Federal Bureau of Investigation for their 2011 classification of ICP and the Juggalo community as a, quote, loosely based organized hybrid gang, unquote. They're not lying. Although ICP and their Juggalo family may just be a joke to anyone who doesn't drink Fago, the ACLU suit is a response to serious harm experienced by 
fa- uh, band founders Violent J and Shaggy Two Dope, as well as four Juggalo plaintiffs named in the case, and recounts discrimination at the hands of employers and law enforcement. The lawsuit states, quote, among the supporters of almost any group, whether it be a band, sports First team... First they came for the Juggalos, and I did nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, though. Yeah, they have a fucking point. Yeah, yeah this you is know real. What I mean? That's why I'm like, this, this is an amazing little story. Uh, <laughs> Uh, the lawsuit continues, uh, whether it be a band, sports team, university, political organization, organization, or religion, there will be some people who violate the law. However, it is wrong to designate the entire group of supporters as a criminal gang based on the acts of a few. Agreed. Unfortunately, that is exactly what has happened here, unquote. Luckily, the ICP remain hopeful that their reputation will be salvaged. In a message to fans on their website, they state, quote, the fight to clear our Juggalo family name is stronger than ever, ninjas. And shit just got real, very real. Stay strong, unquote. Okay. So that happened. These bunch of idiots, first of all. Hey, you know what? Juggalos, Idiot millionaires. Yeah, yeah exactly. Hey, and here's the deal. As far as Juggalos, it's the same thing. It's like, the, like, even though who would equate bronies and Juggalos, it's... I can't believe we're talking about them thing. on the same show. Exactly. Fandom, yeah. fandom is fandom, and, yeah. and they they're fine. They're fine. And, their tribe. They and, find and I mean, what what clicks for them. Because a guy got killed in Dodgers uh, parking lot two years ago at, at the after a Dodgers game in L.A., they didn't arrest the entire fandom of the other team. Yeah, that because one fan was right. a stupid idiot. This is a similar situation. Mm-hmm. It is. <clears throat> you it could is. call I'll agree with that. I'll agree with the that. fans of a baseball team or a football team a gang. And when Absolutely you're you and could. when you're in London and you're talking about soccer, <laughs> then yeah. they are soccer a hooligans. gang. Yeah, sure. You got hooligans and they do cause riots and it is a th- But you can't so- outlaw abhorrent behavior. You can't outlaw people, you know, yeah, you can't or you certainly can't say with a broad sweep, you know, yeah, all Dodgers fans, yeah, can, or yeah, all are, are, are Oakland fans. And I, and actually, and now, and I'm, I was laughing at the ICP thing calling them idiots because I've never been a fan, but I do sympathize with that because yeah. I have been a part of that as a Rage Against the Machine supporter most of my entire life. Well, mm-hmm. I and went to uh, I went to the DNC, not the DNC, the RNC in 2008. Okay, uh, I didn't go to the RNC itself, but I flew to Minneapolis. The guys were doing a show against the Republican National Convention. So this lady, apparently she was from Fox News, I had no idea. She comes up and interviews me before the show. So I go back, like after the show, you know, the, the guys come on, they do their thing. I mean, they walk on stage with orange jumpsuits, the black bags like the detainees of Guantanamo Bay. They had RNC, fuck you. So, I mean, they're always like doing things against the grain. And, you know, their fans are always mislabeled. So after the show, I catch the news clip of me on it. So they didn't use my interview. I might have said a cuss word or two. Whatever, it's fine. But the chick, so the, they were at the RNC, and they were like, so let's go to such and such lady outside the uh, Target Center. So the lady gets the phone. She's like, so security did a sweep of the area, and they found uh, a garbage can full of glass and bricks. So, you know, the chief of police are ready for whatever Rage fans have to offer tonight. And I was like, well, not all of us are like that, dummy. And first of all, in a trash can, you're going to find glass and bricks. Glass and bricks. You're also the trash can is labeled glass before, and bricks only. This is, be- this is before they built the new twin stadium, so they were like, there was construction going on there. I was thinking to myself, where do glass and bricks belong? If, well, you, you, could, well, if you, you don't want a plastic re- trash can to blow away in the wind, you put some bricks in the bottom. Well, you can go to a, you know, like, <laughs> we're outside this One Direction concert, and before the show started, we actually found a dumpster full of ladies under things. Now, 
We're not one to associate things, but <laughs> chances are very good. This is One Direction's garbage. <laughs> they threw away a ton of ladies' underthings that they themselves have worn. Right? And that kind of shit. So like, I do yeah, sympathize yeah. with the fact of them being labeled as, you know, all well, of them being labeled as criminals. It's honestly, it's, it's like, if you don't stand up for ICP, you can't, when they come for your favorite band, then you can't. Uh, well, yeah, because, yeah, I mean, artistic playing. expression is one of the guaranteed mm-hmm. First Amendment rights. Miracles, That's y'all. Yeah. How does that shit happen? <laughs> I mean, How does I'm, it work? I'm not a fan of... <laughs> Insane clown posse. In fact, I I kind of agree with you, Bonzo. They are idiots. I mean, any interview I've seen, etc. But their fans you know, are bigger. They have and that's huge just fans. They are. But and I would say ninety nine percent of those fans are probably nonviolent. Have no interest in nonviolent shaggy two dopes. I will say ninety five percent. Ninety five. Okay. Nonviolent shaggy two dopes. <laughs> Was a great rapper in the eighties. One of my favorites. No, nonviolent J, is it? Nonviolent J, not nonviolent Shaggy Two Dopes. Violent J and Shaggy Two Dopes. If you've ever seen and, their and well, band, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you know, and it's they 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 kind of have that that really cool thing. Uh, if you if anyone's interested, if you want to read in in some 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 interesting reading. Uh, MC Chris went to the gathering. A couple okay. years ago, this as thing a, happens every year. As a performer, did you did you read it? I read about this, but I know about the gathering. Uh-huh. So the gathering is the big hangout that the Juggalos go to. So there's this huge plot of private property land that these guys go and hang out in the middle of Tennessee. I think something it is. like, and it's kind of like it's you know, way up wrestling in, the, in, the, in has, the hills. Yeah, I mean, so it's it's everything that a, that a Juggalo would love. There's wrestling. There's music. It's a giant. Five six day festival Five, like they they have thousands of acts so you wouldn't even believe actually signed on to do it. It's nuts. It's nuts, and it's quite successful. And there's a lot of illicit and illegal stuff going down there because the of private time. private property. But I think that's fucking cool. It's kind of a uh, Burning Man for the less artistic set. Yeah, uh, in a way. But if you look at the the as a music lover, if you look at some of the acts, oh, you're like, yeah, I'll well, go for this. I mean, yeah, I, I well, love MC Chris. And as and, as a musician, if they're willing to pay you, why the fuck exactly, not? exactly. But he has a really interesting take <laughs> on his whole experience there and and how it all went down. And you know, there's there's always a couple of bad apples, but it didn't spoil his experience totally. And he's you know, you just gotta, yeah, but. It's weird. Well, every concert I've ever been to, there's one or two bad apples that oh, there's always are, assholes you know, at shows. Sure, fucking you know doing stupid shit. And you know, fortunately, in the cases that I've been exposed to, security came and took them away, mm-hmm. and just the person causing the problem, not the people that just happened to get. Well, I'm, willing shows bet, though, notorious. I'm willing to bet though at these shows there is no security. Well, no, no, yeah, you're probably right on that. But I mean, oh, I'm just yeah. saying, you know, that there's always going to be out of control. You know, so there's always going to be somebody that takes it a little too far in one of these shows and and causes a ruckus. A bunch and, of guys in drag and <laughs> making up lyrics to songs. We're out. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> there's always there's always bad apples. So, but this is interesting. I'm interested to see how the ACLU approaches this. Just see what the fallout is. Yeah. So yeah, we'll poster keep, children we'll, for the we'll ACLU, the Juggalos. <laughs> yeah, that's really where it comes down. <laughs> that's to. what is next. Please keep me abreast of the situation. Breaks. Uh, so yeah, let's uh, weekend geek. That's uh. fucked up, but important. Yeah, that's just says like news don't give a shit about, but yet very important. And yet we started off with the yeah. WWE yeah. Network and then that. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Another actor has just just joined Paul Rudd as one of the Marvel Cinematic Universe's two incarnations of Ant-Man 
After Rudd was cast last month, it was still in the dark as who he'd be playing. Now Marvel Studios has made it official. Paul Rudd is Scott Lang. And Oscar, Emmy, and Golden Globe winning actor Michael Douglas will be playing the elder Ant-Man, Hank Pym. In Marvel- is this the way they're getting away from the horrible, abusive stuff? Uh, maybe. Maybe. I think so. It's possible. Uh, although that really came more into play in the uh, U- uh, Ultimates universe. Than yeah, it, the, it was stronger in Ultimates, yeah. but, it, but, but I mean, it's it was, always been it was there. there in the classic. It was there in the classic, but... but it, it also sounds like they, they don't want yet another brilliant scientist. Because Scott, Scott Lang, I don't yeah. know how much of a... Well, uh, in Marvel continuity lang's introduction to the world of ant-man came when he stole uh, pym's ant-man yeah. suit so he yeah, could save his dying daughter so I'm interested he's in ff were... right that's lang in ff uh, you read an ff no uh, not the new fantastic, fantastic for the ff the yeah FF. no i'm not okay it's the new alred project right I believe i've that's seen Scott it lang. i yeah. just i yeah i'm not that's the ant-man that's in there right that's the i one believe that, so yeah, okay. i think so yeah i'm interested to see where this is going yeah, I mean, pedigree, hello. I mean, it's Michael Douglas, first of all, and he's passing it over to Paul Rudd. I mean, this mm-hmm. is not this is not bad. I mean, in, in the scope that of Marvel great. things, it does sound really good. It's really, it sounds like yeah, they have really their tricky. shit together. Not a huge Paul Rudd fan. Uh, I like him. I like him fine. Mm. He, he, I've been, he's I never liked hurt him me since, yet. I've liked him since uh, Wet Hot American Summer. Though, he, so. just, he sits there for me like Ed Helms sits there for you. Okay, I got you. I did not like our idiot brother. I thought he was terrible yeah. in that. I, but that of, movie's just terrible. Just kind of, it is a terrible movie. Yeah, yeah. that movie yeah, hurt my soul. I'll agree. It's kind of it's a yeah. yeah our idiot brother does. <laughs> he was kind pretty. Of, I, it, that I idiot brother does try to hurt your soul. It tries to hurt I your do soul. I like the names of the dogs though. I mean, <laughs> Willie Nelson and Dolly Parton. That's yeah. kind of cute. Yeah. I didn't yeah. overall that's the like the highlight of the movie. Yeah, that it is. is. <laughs> might be excellent. It is the highlight of. the I need a little movie. more than that to save a it's movie. The bu- <laughs> it's the ending. It's the bullshit ending, just like Five Hundred Days of Summer. Oh fuck you! It I, is. I you like, like Five Hundred Days of Summer. I do. Actually. Here we go. I like it too. <laughs> <laughs> fuck bring you. On. <laughs> bring it on. Bring it on. Wrong. And there's no. I don't. There's nothing. Bring no, it on. It's I like. Wrong. I like Five Hundred Days of Summer because they gave you everything it said at the five first five seconds of the film. This is not a love story, and everybody goes into it and thinks it's a fucking love story, and it's not. And they ended just the way they should have. Now, Don John, that's a piece of shit movie. Uh, I I would I, never. I haven't even bothered. To I see have it. very little. I have lot. I'm losing my Gordon Levitt tolerance <gasps> as well. Yeah. Oh no. Don John was the one that was getting all the yeah, the, the rave reviews too. I watched right? it and I was no, like, eh. no, I haven't eh. seen it. But Five Hundred Days of Summer, I think it's good. Well, think what you want. <laughs> I'm not going to stop you thinking. Juggalos think they listen to the best music in the world. <laughs> you call me a juggalo? No. Nope. He just compared never. you to one. <laughs> yeah. Them's fighting words. That might be, actually. That comparison is apt. <laughs> I apt. wish you would have brought the wrestling game over. I would have kicked your ass in that. <laughs> is, this how, is this how we work out our problems, gentlemen? Yeah, WWE 2K14. <laughs> that segment was sponsored by WWE 2K14. Mm-hmm. He is now. Let's not forget. He is now Bonzo the Beast. So yeah. it's it it's on. Anytime, Paul. Anytime. All right. All right. Simon Kinberg has hooked up with 20th Century Fox to shepherd a film. They adaptation. hooked up finally. I've been waiting they for did. those guys to click it off. Uh, yeah, but now Boing. the show's going to jump the shark. Uh, <laughs> to shepherd a film adaptation of Magic: The Gathering fantasy card game series. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> According to the Hollywood that Reporter, that is going to be terrible. Uh, the studio views the project as something they could grow into a Harry Potter or Lord of the Rings size <laughs> franchise and span multiple Try films. Avatar. 
I think they would like that too. Yeah, I mean, Avatar: we? Last Airbender. The most successful movie in the history of time. Yeah, right, I'm sorry. I'll take Avatar. Yeah. Probably Last Airbender. I'm sorry. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That uh, thing. Kinberg, the producer behind X-Men: First Class, or like Holmes and Elysium, will take on the big picture role and work with the rights holder Hasbro to hash out the vision for the film. Sherlock and Holmes. What sequels. Sherlock Holmes? Uh, the movies. Sherlock the RDJ. The, the, ah, the, yeah, but the, the first one or the second one? Uh, probably both. Actually, I would guess so. Yeah. Uh, of course, if you don't know, it's a fantasy card game introduced in 1993. The future you don't know. Stop listening right now. It's a what? I've never <laughs> heard of it. your geek card. Uh, wait, <laughs> I know of it. Never played it. Hugely popular okay. game would but eventually you know pave the way you know for card battle games based on everything from Pokemon to Dragon Ball Z. So, yeah, that's happening. I think it has. Um, I mean, it. there's a lot of reasons why it's going to fail. But I think <laughs> one of the reasons it's going to fail is the same reason it's so hard to do Dungeons and Dragons. Game. I think you're on the right movie. They did that, and that failed horribly. Yeah, there's well, just too, well, there's exactly too much of a world there. It's too wide of a scope. It is too wide of a scope. Too many options. And the, the thing is, like, with. Um, just like you were talking with Dungeons and Dragons. What's the. Oh, shit. Where'd my fucking train of thought go? There it went. Anyway. It went to Rain of Fire again. Uh, it's because you're drinking Neuro Passion, not Neuro Bliss. Right. I'm, think, I'm thinking with my wiener. You're all passionate. Um, <laughs> the other you have head. Been the me blood the flow night. has descended. Paul's passion. <laughs> Paul's passion. The You've two been heads collide and not in a good night. way. I'm, I'm a oh, I know exactly what I was going to say. As a man who has purchased a couple of issues of the Magic the Gathering comic book, uh. and say, yeah, have you read that shit? Huh. Try it. <laughs> yeah, you can't read it. It's it's like one of those unreadable comics. It's like, Jesus. I mean, you can't, I can't believe people make unreadable. They do. Oh. The origin of Hordak story was an unreadable comic as well. I couldn't believe it. I'm so sad. Anyway. Harsh indictment. Oh, terrible. Um, it's terrible. It is. It's too wide. Now, if they're smart, they will take a cue from the current run of the online card game versions. How so? Those versions have been defined by the Planeswalkers, which is essentially six main characters representing ah. the, di- the six different power types of the game itself. Now, if they use those main characters that they've got some uh, legends fleshed out for, it could be interesting. Now, let's face it. Magic the Gathering and characters have been mutually exclusive for years. They have been. So. But that's what that's what's, the Planeswalker stuff has really changed that. And the, the, the digital incarnations, ever since the second one, it's been really the focus on that. So you've got like Garrick Wildspeaker. Um, what's the fire girl's name? Jace, the magic guy. <laughs> Jace the J, I'm Jace, liking this. I'm liking this already. Jace, I like Jace Bellrin, the magic guy. Kind of Jace got an Bellrin, he uses vibe to it. Jace Bellrin, he uses water and he uses all kinds of illusions. Uh, who else is there? There's Phil the uh, Earthmonger. There, there, there is. A, yeah, there's like, there's like. Who else is it? Bonzo the Beast. Who are the other Bonzo ones? Bonzo the Beast. Those are the those are the three main ones. Who are the others? Right? He's Harry and he will wrestle you. Right, He's so, got to do it. Jerry, Jerry the Forest guy. Jerry, no, no, that's Gar- that's Garrick Wildspeaker. <laughs> Garrick Wildspeaker is the forest guy. Ace and Gary. Uh, Burnface. Oh, Char. Char. Charina. Charry. Burnface. Larry. Burnface. Queen Chara Burnface. I like Burnface. There's so Queen much. Chara Burnface girl. Oh my God, this is. Oh, it's Burnface girl. Chalandra. Chalandra. So Her name is Chalandra. Chalandra. Okay, now something. this movie is gonna be so fucking awesome. If they do, if they use the the Planeswalker stuff. It could no, be pretty cool. They need to use your other stuff. Oh. Burnface <laughs> girl and magic guy. Well, they hook up. <laughs> Herman See the mountain in the climber. Movie. Yeah. <laughs> Who else? Is there? There's there's is there a there's a troll guy? There a troll guy? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and a Sarah oh, Angel. Oh, you know, it's yeah. so sad. The death, oh, 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 the death dude. Uh, the guy just a judge. A judge. Something. Uh, the 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 tiger. The white tiger. <laughs> no, he's an Indian no. guy. No, his name's a Johnny. Is a it a Johnny something? He's a oh. no. He's a he's a he's a white tiger. Nah, he's a just, one-eyed white nah, tiger. Being racist. He uses white. <laughs> so it's a Johnny a Johnny something is the white tiger oh. guy. What else? There's red. Johnny something. Red is is white, Chandra. Black. Black. Oh, black is uh, Iliandra Necromancer or some shit. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) What the hell is going on? If Hollywood would just fucking listen to this show. Could you look them up? Could you look up the the, the planeswalkers? Yeah, Jeff, get involved. Yeah, Fuck, yeah. man. Where are you're you? They're staring. It's uh, something you have absolutely no interest in. <laughs> so Talk about I'm, don't give a shit. So we got... we got. I was quietly waiting out. Just not make the we don't give a shit news. Blue. We have blue, red, black, green. white, and green. I think that's it. It's the five. So it is those five. I thought you said the six. This is the story you should have left, left, really left off on. Then I guess there's then there's artifacts and shit. Blue, white, green, silver, red. But it's not. I think that's See, it. Now when I was <laughs> when it? I was looking Black. at stuff like planeswalkers and stuff like that, I was thinking, that's what they got to do. It's like when when we were talking about Dungeons and Dragons, you got to do a Forgotten Realms or a Greyhawk yes. or something like yes, that. You need rules. You have to yeah. do a sliver, a slice, and of you what's also going have on. to capture the spirit of it. My problem yeah. with the Dungeons and Dragons movie. Was they, they everything? They tried to build this team around one guy and make it his story, and it's like right there. That's not Dungeons and Dragons. No, but at the time that film was made, they didn't really like concentrate on what it should really be about. Well, now, well, at the today, time that film was made, if, if Jeremy Irons to, had a career. If you, right. if you listen to Corey, <laughs> but if you listen to Corey talking about it, he was. Uh, this is a huge the original list, Paul. interview. Well, no, it's not that big. It's just there's how many planeswalkers are there? There's not that many. Scam. <coughs> I see his lips moving. Yeah, he's past 10. What? Uh, 20, 20, 20. 21. Planeswalkers? Yeah. What are their names? Oh, <laughs> a Johnny Goldmane. Okay, a Johnny Goldmane. <laughs> wow. A Johnny Bellerin. Okay, hold on. So a Johnny Go- oh, slow down. Liliana Johnny- Vess. Oh, slow down. Wait. A Johnny Goldmane is the white lion mage. Uh, then who's the second one? Chase. Do you want me to just read the are, descriptions are you, too? Yes, please. Yeah, go ahead. A Johnny Goldmane, a proud really? Leonin who can no. see the souls of others. Wow. Do this. He's no. a Leonin. No. No. He owns many hotels. All right. Go ahead. You can re- read one more, and that's it. No. One more? Yes. No. Is there a specific one you want me to read? No. no. Keep reading. Bird face. Bird face girl. Yeah, read her. Chandra. Chandra Nalar. That's her name. Chandra. Chandelier. Her name's not Chandelier. How deep? You said 20 something names. One at random. Yes. Just pick one. I don't see this Chandra one that you said. Pick one. Chandelier. Yeah, one that one you're looking look. at right now. Vincer, that one? Vincer of Urborg, a gifted <laughs> artificer and teleporter who was the first of a new breed of planeswalker. Awesome. Okay, see, so he did pass it, so by the way. I did find oh, that makes me think he works with artifacts. Hilarious. It is Chandra Nalar, a pyromancer who has big problems with authority. So he did skip that. See? Yeah, this, yeah that's not one dimensional at all. Long list what do you mean it's not one dimensional? Man, <clears throat> she has firepowers. Yeah, she has firepowers and has a problem with authority. All they right. They need to listen to Paul because Isn't that Burnt Kombat? Face Girl is <laughs> yes. where it's at. <laughs> Magic <laughs> Guy and Burnt Face Girl. And I have that- <laughs> way more news than this. I can't spend 25 <laughs> characters. All right. Two ways, Two ways all right. I'm just trying to help out my favorite card game. <laughs> No, it's my second favorite card game. My first favorite card game is Cold Sept. Fair enough. Best game ever. Anyway, what else have we got? Uh, NBC has officially placed a pilot order for Constantine. 
which is based on DC's long-running Hellblazer comic series. Why can't they just call it Hellblazer? Uh, yeah, it's uh, Jesus. Uh, well, I that's guess the why. new comic is called Constantine, so that's probably why. Great. Okay. So, according to TV Line, the series will follow John Constantine as he struggles with his faith and is haunted by the sins of his past Boo! and suddenly thrust into the role of defending humanity from gathering forces of darkness. Quote, uh, the pilot will be directed, uh, sorry, written by Daniel Creon, uh, who wrote in Dexter and Threshold, uh, signed on to executive produce with DC guru David Goyer. That's Batman Begins, Man of Steel guy. Uh, NBC has recently shown it's not afraid to get gritty and dark with series like Hannibal, which I admit that's an incredibly dark show, for a, especially for a network. And the success of Arrow shows that DC does have the skills to actually pull off a high-quality production on a TV budget. Wrong. A pilot oh. order doesn't automatically equal a full series order, but it does mean the network likes the script. Hey, um, this was the last Keanu Reeves movie I did like. Yeah, it was actually okay. He did okay in that. Well, he did okay, and that bad guy was great. Yeah. And uh, yeah, a, that, that's it a was good a idea. idea. And I have to say, that says a lot, because let's face it, Keanu Reeves is not constant. That was not, yeah, that no. was not. That was not a, he's but not it's a blonde. decent film. It's it was a not film. a bad movie at all. There's, not, some, he's not a, there's some really nice visuals in that movie, yeah. too. Yeah, really cool. pretty a cool. down and dirty British guy, all right? So, yeah. Yeah, you're right. It was pretty cool. There we not go. bad film. Look, we, we agree. agree. Holy shit. Wow. Um, and we said it in the stereo. I'm waiting for the world to end. Production values of Arrow are fine. It's just the show isn't good. Oh, the production values, yeah, but... The, they can't act their way out of a hamburger. No. No. They're just the worst. Oh, then wait for Which this next story. What? Which one? What? Arrow. Arrow. Oh, okay, thank I you. thought of Paul immediately when this next one Ugh. came up. Uh, Gotham is the pilot that this. centers on a young Jim uh, Gordon and Bruce Wayne prior to becoming Batman. <clears throat> but not just an origin story about them. Gotham will also tackle some of Batman's biggest villains. Fox president Kevin Riley said, quote, This is all of the classic Batman characters with a young Bruce Wayne, the Penguin, the Riddler, and how they came to be, what events led up to someone becoming Catwoman, all the Gotham teetering on edge, unquote. Uh, most live action DC shows have steered clear of Batman's origin, but Gotham has free reign with the character. The series will follow Bruce from the age of 12 to however old he will be in the series finale. At that time, the adult Bruce will finally put on his cape. Does this sound like any other show you've ever seen? Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Well, you know what? I just, like saw today, I just saw today, did you see what's up to, with it today? What's up? It's not a live action show. No, it isn't. It's a cartoon. Based, it's, it's Batman High School. It's Batman High. And it's, it's I, saw, I saw the, the wide oh, shot of all the characters. Cartoon. No, no, no. It's sort of. But, it's, but it's, it's more on the nose, and it could be good or it could be total shite. Because you've got Batman and then all his little villains as teeny boppers. Like, it's got the teenage version of poison ivy standing there and the penguin and all stuff like like the nerdy teeny teen versions for our viewers out there you you, you got to sit here and look at torgo waiting for the punchline <laughs> yeah. he punch is obviously is. waiting for no, the punchline punch we this all is, were this is yeah. what it is it was revealed today it's gotham and it's it's gotham high well it's, are you sure that's the exact same project pretty sure because I didn't see a damn thing about that. Looking this well, up. if there, only if there was a way, we little sense for them to be doing two origin things at the same time. Well, I don't know. It makes mm. sense. Well, that doesn't ever come into play. Uh, I, as, no, I right. just hope it, if it isn't a cartoon, I just hope it doesn't end like another uh, Marvel piece of crap on TV right now. I'm talking about Shield. It's Did it end? Downhill. I don't know. Uh, I it should. It's ended, terrible. But I it's, watched two episodes, not even an episode and a half, and I was like, this it, is dumb. It's gotten better, but it hasn't gotten great. That's for sure. No, it's terrible. Gotten better. Uh, as as time has gone on with it, I've liked it more. But come on, it's just stupid. It's it's agents in a plane. That's what it is so far. 
and nothing I am else. Motherfucking sick of these motherfucking <laughs> agents, agents on a motherfucking, motherfucking plane. plane. <laughs> uh, let's see what else we got here. I haven't got time for the plane. I think I saw something today too that Fox is just getting rid of pilot season. Uh, that's coming up. That's, that's, oh, that's I have, sorry, I have, dude. Uh, yeah. uh, I have a song. Way to jump ahead, Lionel. Uh, so, Lionel. You tell you. me when's a good <laughs> time for me to share A song that I thought of in the shower today. Whenever is a good time for a song. Please don't ever know. tell us about you in the shower <laughs> again. Ever. Uh, you know what? Now's a good time as any. Interlude. Well, no, I, I loved I loved right. the tone of voice where it was like, this is a conversation he's picking up with Torgo that ended, uh, you know, a few days ago or something. <laughs> and they've never discussed it. So that song we were talking about. Yeah, in the shower. When I was in the shower. You know, when I was in the shower, it all came goes to on me in today. this guy's mind. I'm already I laughing about it conversation I think with it's you. really funny and it's not. So let's get ready. Let's get it over with. All right. Come so on. the song we don't give a shit about? Yep. All right. I'll see if I can get through it without laughing my ass off. <clears throat> this is to the tune of Monster Mash. Oh, boy. <clears throat> I was working in the lab late one night when my eyes beheld a ghoulish sight. It was the werewolf. And I was glad to see him, cause I had a plan to bite his balls. He bit his balls. I bit the werewolf's balls. He bit his balls. I bit the werewolf's balls. I bit his balls. The werewolf has very hairy balls. I bit his balls. Have you ever seen his balls? The werewolf howled in the moonlight, screaming, because I had bitten one of his balls. It turned out I only bit one of his balls. Good thing they're so hairy because of all the blood. I bit his balls. I bit the werewolf's balls. I bit his balls. I just bit one of his balls, not his balls. Well, a single ball, I bit his ball. The werewolf's ball. You ever bite a werewolf in the ball at night? Well, going. don't ever do it, because it is scary. And like I said before, there are really lots of hair there, but it's good to catch all the testicle blood. I bit his balls. <laughs> what? <laughs> What the fuck is going on what here? What is it about water running over your body that creates this kind of... Uh... It's one of those times I wish we did have a camera because Paul is really in there getting into it. Yeah. I got Luddite on my right, munching on snacks, just sitting back just with a... Oh, yeah, that's happening. We're Look. all just kind of waiting for the funny to come. Uh, and and it's not it funny. It never came. It never came. And, and, and it's not that. It's the three of you on your phones just not even watching. <laughs> I am I'm confirming what Paul said. io9, just yesterday, Fox's Gotham TV series is going to be Batman the High School Years. Really? Ha-ha. Yeah. Kevin, wow. so internet But savvy. it didn't say anything about it being animated. Yes, it is. Fox chairman Yours Kevin Riley crushed the dreams of many a bat fan of Fox's panel ah. of the Network Television Critics there Association press tour earlier today. It's all of the classic Batman characters. It follows the arc of how they become what they were. And, um, yep. I guess it depends who its intended audience is. Because I, I read... Well, the, I'll tell you, it's it's got a chance because DC animated is the best it just is it's you know marvel doesn't have their animated shit together yet yeah they're getting there but they don't have it yet dc animated they do excellent stuff they do well this it's because this they, they use the same staff the same producer and, so and me, voice well, casting Bruce Tim's kind of so, overseeing yeah. the shit and Bruce I don't, Tim, I don't know andrea Bruce romano so does great voice casting but um, they did have a misstep with their last batman project but maybe this is kind of a mea culpa on their part the year one nope they did a Batman animated called Beware the Batman. 
I didn't see, see that. Exactly, one. I haven't even heard, I haven't of even it. heard of that one. It's half CG. It looks like garbage. Uh, you can just kind of smell it. Like I didn't even really love. You know what? The There's bat, nothing. The, the Batman. Um, did, you, did you ever see the Batman? That was I, that, that was the series that I didn't like. Yeah, not really good. And this uh, Beware of the Batman is very much like that. Now Batman, <clears throat> okay. Batman Brave and the Bold, fucking great. Well, it was more like the '60s comic. Oh, so fucking good. That's a great series. It was um, yeah, much more tongue in cheek. Yeah, than the best the best Batman since the the animated series, uh, for a different reason. But yeah, so this if they handle it right, it's got to be funny. It's got to be legitimately funny, and comedy's fucking tough. There, so, there, good luck. there is actually there is actually no mention of animation. There is concept yeah. art. They have a concept art that is extremely cartoony looking. But there is actually no mention of animation here. So that's yeah, because the, huh? the Entertainment Weekly article I was just reading, it was almost verbatim what you just read. But yeah, yeah there was no mention I mean, of animation. And there were no, art, no pictures either. If you had yeah. done concept art for the 60s Batman. They're all in front of a locker, right? It yeah, yeah. yeah. It would have been very cartoony. It looks extremely... It, no, well, it yeah. looks extremely DC animated. But uh-huh. it says in the in the article, this is concept art. By Jeff and Celeste, whoever they are. Well, concept Love art, it. but they wouldn't. I don't exactly. know. Exactly. No, exactly. It's like I'm. I'm not entirely sure if it's. Uh, it's animated. Be, it's got to be animated. Doesn't have to. It, 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 well, I have to say, this. it does look like it. How are you going to pull off 15 year old poison ivy otherwise? <sighs> yeah. Oh yeah. I was actually because she probably middle. hasn't going to been affected by the. Then Yonsville. I was the only one on the couch not looking up Gotham. I actually got some news that uh, May Young passed away today. Oh, well, I dedicate my werewolf ball biting song to the memory of May Young. May you I, rest I, in peace. I, I can't think of finer eulogy. I don't even know who that is. <laughs> uh, May Young, Johnny May Young was her name. Uh, she was a, a women's wrestler, and she okay. passed away. She was about like, I mean, she was due, but I, I mean, had seen she, she was, she was due. I had seen she had been battling health issues recently, she but she had been in the ring. For promotional stuff three been. years ago? Yeah. I mean, she's been doing this forever. Yeah. And bless her heart, I mean, she she still acted like her name. She was as young oh, as anybody. that reminds me. Did you watch the Glow documentary on Netflix? Uh, Not actually, yet. Oh, my God. Uh, I just got that on Netflix, so I will be watching it's that. It's great. I, I watched it. It's I added fantastic. it to my queue. I added it to my queue. It's, you want to talk about sad. Yeah, I loved watching Glow. Started and then passed. Wow. It'll break your heart. And it's, I didn't realize it was all in Vegas. Yeah, that was a Vegas. The lipstick from the and Riviera one? Hotel. It's amazing, yeah. dude. Yeah. Did you see the Lipstick and Dynamite one? No, I haven't There's seen that one. There's the Lipstick and Dynamite one. I think Fabulous Moolah and Mae Young are on that as well. Okay. But rest in peace, Mae Young. Yes, very sad. And I uh, hope you enjoyed the uh, werewolf ball biting song. So what you're saying is <laughs> if I ever get a bad cut... I should put my testicles on it. No, my testicle get, hair <laughs> is especially absorbent for blood. Just no, werewolf hair. Or oh, werewolf, oh, werewolf hair. hair. Okay. So if I get like a, that's the last. It's very uh, that's the last. We don't need the last verse. verse I'm not asking for the yet. last verse. Yeah. I was just. I. Was just, <laughs> I, I <laughs> my favorite part of the song. Oh, oh you have a explains things. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just think it's funny that he's explaining. I understand. It. Yeah. yeah. One is a werewolf for Halloween, so you could use some of my hair if you want. That's I. That's where I want to go. I the werewolf ball. <laughs> Especially since you know Chad Randall used to talk about the werewolf. <laughs> he did. Yeah, the werewolf. That's it's like teabagging, except that you don't actually <laughs> dip in the mouth. You just get your 
empty crotch in that sleeping person's face and so bad that's a werewolf i thought that was going to the cabin don't unleash the beast don't unleash the beast wow those improv classes are paying off there no kidding Zing. Paul? <laughs> years, years of watching the Marx Brothers is what made that pay off. <laughs> no offense, but oh, no, none, none taken. None taken. Uh, no. Going back to what Luddy said earlier, and Entertainment Weekly reporting that Fox will no longer just be developing and premiering new shows in the fall, but all year round. Networks typically develop and produce 80 to 100 pilots at the same time near the end of the year, premiere a few, see what sticks. Uh, while this may have been an effective strategy in the golden years of network television, Fox Entertainment's Kevin Riley explains how this ultimately hurts the company. I'm quoting him. Uh, we screen them and we schedule them, and they're announced in a compressed and crazy two-week period. They have six weeks to go into production. It's nothing short of a miracle that talent can produce anything of quality. Uh, every first-season show needs a course correction, unquote, which I think is actually the big quote there. Uh, in theory, doing this will allow shows like Almost Human and Sleepy Hollow to further develop, flesh out their seasons, <laughs> allow for new shows to Hooray! mix and match acting talent for more successful series being premiered. Uh, this is a model that cable television has had in place for a while. But it's also what they're saying is it, it's also maybe a way to prevent something like The Arrow happening where the production quality is good. The story might be fascinating, but it's just not quite working. And if they had the time and the and the resources to spend, on I'd it properly. like to think that's it. I know. I don't think creative will ever get this the, nope. the long end of the stick on this shit. No, no. I think this is just another way to fuck people even harder. Somehow they'll find a way to make it worse. Instead of six weeks, it'll be two weeks. It'll be mm. projects that they give you know ten thousand dollars to instead of a million. Now we'll see. You know, stuff like that. I mean, it's a more realistic view because fish it out over the years. It is. And also. Uh, television broadcast tele- well cable television is doing year round yes uh, 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 premiere and new, new yeah, stuff and, you know they have summer shows now and even yeah. networks are having summer shows well and they're now. replacing shit and after so, two episodes and stuff like that yeah. and yeah everything but I don't like his statement of every first season needs a course correction because sometimes that fucks a show Sometimes, sometimes of course corrections ruin it exactly and sometimes they save it and and no it's rare that but it is rare that you see a show in that first season. You're like, that is, but they're yeah. nailing it. Yeah, and that, they is, stay that is realized. That place. Many improve after the first season, but yeah. it's it's fucked up. Then, then I don't know. I mean, I'm an saying. Archer fan. I know some people. No, I, I think, and I think sh- that show's been pretty consistent and nailed it from day one. And sure, but on. but yeah, most shows need a season to figure for themselves to figure themselves out. What the hell they're doing? Yeah, yeah I mean, well, the prime example of that yeah. is Buffy the Vampire Slayer. The first season is horrendous, but it is. Ne- kind of necessary as the backbone of what comes later which is brilliance yeah. so well i did i read a well i got a just got a book about uh the entire buffy the vampire series uh slayer series rather mm-hmm. and it's a lot of behind the scenes stuff and there's a lot of great quotes in there from you know joss whedon and and uh sarah michelle geller talking about how like they really didn't know what they were doing i mean they shot like all six or eight or whatever it was of those quote-unquote first season episodes because it was a mid-season replacement so they had shot them all and none of them really had any experience other than geller with doing you know episodic television and she was going from you know uh daytime soap stuff to this so Everybody, including Joss Whedon, you know, producing and then having to kind of step that away from that whole, you know, I've got to be in every little aspect of everything, 
you know, kind of stepping away and then going, oh, I get what I need to be doing now as a producer and then, you know, adjusting where necessary as opposed to every single way. Uh, no, but, yeah, it's, it's, it's a fascinating read. But, yeah, it's, you know. When Whedon was on uh, The Nerdist, he, uh, he talked about that. Oh, did uh, he? T- yeah. That first season, and he's sort of like, yeah, sorry about that. You all were watching me go through television school. And yeah, well, how huge to, growing pains. How to put on a television show. And and he says it's hard. I can't. Re- he can't really watch that first, see, especially sure. that first eight episodes. He's like, it's not what I want the show to be. It's just a mess. But we got there eventually, and we figured it out. But yeah. but yeah. he was also coming off the movie, and he was really disappointed with how the movie turned out. Yep. Sure, he said it wasn't at all what he wanted the the story to be. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of shows have that first season itis. Yeah, it takes a while to find <coughs> a group of people. That to find their groove and how they work well together yeah. and also, you know, to find your voice. It's rare that you have, there are few and far between. There are show, you know, like Aaron Sorkin is a solo voice, clearly knows what he wants to do and can get a show started. Deadwood, that was a solo voice, clearly knew what he wanted to say from day one. Yep. The Wire clearly knew what they wanted to say from day one. Mm-hmm. Those are rare, are few rare. and far it's between. It's true. Well, yeah, yeah. Very experienced people doing it, too. It's, yeah. Yeah, well, even right, like yeah. Seth, uh, Seth MacFarlane was talking about Family Guy. Like, you know, you he was, oh. you know, over the course of the series started realizing pairing up like characters, like characters that would work together. Yeah. And, and in many cases, it was like he thought no way in hell would these two characters pair up well. But then fans would be would just latch on to him like Brian and Stewie were never yeah. supposed to be. You know, buddies. But they're great together, and and they go on these you know amazing journeys mm-hmm. and have you know the, the hilarious one-off but episodes. I tell you, the first two three seasons of Family Guy, I yeah. really don't care for it's, it much. It's kind of hard to go back and watch them. Watch now. first season of Simpsons, see how far they've come. Yeah, that's yeah. The thing. oh yeah, that's but, a perfect but the, example. But the first seasons, well, but the first season of Simpsons though is still gold. There's some great episodes but in there. First yeah. season of Simpsons also comes off of that Tracy Ullman run. Agreed. Yeah. Yes. And, and so then he, the, the he Christmas time, special. Time to find their legs and things. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I just I just hope creative benefits from this. That's my hope. Torgo, real quick, interject. I just found on a Batman wiki. This is edit. Last edit was on December 10th, 2013. Gotham High, and it shows artwork that we were referencing um uh, uh, by uh, Jeffrey Thomas and Celeste Green was a simple, um, the class clown was never this deadly, and it was a single picture of a teenage Joker and Harley Quinn that they sent into D.C. D.C. called them in to develop Gotham High, and uh, they actually went through the whole thing, reading down just what we talked about. It was Gotham High, the animated show, was canceled for reasons unknown. So I don't think it's going to be animated. I think maybe, in fact, this was put on hold or shelved when they decided they want to do a Gotham Smallville. Like a okay. live action. But that's, that's yeah, that's what it's looking like. But I'm, yeah, this was a full-on, right in here, what they're listening. The whole rogues gallery, everybody was in high school together, and it was all about how they got started. I'm surprised they're not moving forward on that with the success of Monster High dolls. And shit like that. It may, may, I mean, they'd sell maybe they the maybe ad. they see more money in the live action, They're dude. Wrong. They want to do another small They're fucking bill. wrong. Oh, I, I, don't know. wrong. I, I don't know. <clears throat> you think? I mean, how much? I mo- think how the much live merch act- is Smallville doing? Maybe Smallville's That's, got longer legs. No, than I know. but Smallville does not have. There's there's some things that pair well with high school and initial mind, and certainly they could win people over with it. But I think the initial reaction, especially from Batman fans, is not a cute high school show. 
I mean, Smallville did last quite a while on television. Yeah, 20, Four, 10, 10 wasted years. years. 10 seasons. <laughs> so we could get 10 wasted years out of this. I'm deal. sure we will. God but uh, back to Sorkin for a minute. I'm very intrigued on show. just knowing that uh, the newsroom has been renewed for their third and final season. Yes, yes. they have. So they're going to be, you know. Um, a third and final? So th- was, that be di- it. Yeah. was that yeah. Division 3? But they're going to have, they're gonna be able to talk about some really big things. I don't that know if that was his the, vision from the day Boston one. The Boston Massacre or the Boston, you know, the Boston Marathon Massacre to, yeah. you know, all the other stuff. That's I didn't catch between. last season, but I, I enjoyed I thought it was. Season. I think it's a really good show. I thought I caught it. It was good. Yeah. I enjoyed the first season. Switching to video games, EA Maxis has announced that SimCity will soon have an offline mode added, which will allow players to play the game offline by themselves. Previously, downloaded content will be available without an internet connection, and saves will be stored locally. Maxis is the late phases of wrapping up developments of the offline mode. General Manager Maxis uh, Emeryville Patrick uh, Buckner said that the uh, SimCity blog, in part, our prior- priority is to make sure that it's polished as possible before we release it. So until then, testing, testing, and more testing. Uh, Buckner also added that the studio will open up offline mode initially to the most hardcore players of SimCity and will soon be adding another blog post with more information on the mode. In March last year, Maxis General Manager Lucy Bradshaw told Polygon it wouldn't be possible to make the game offline without a significant amount <laughs> of engineering work by our team, unquote. That is the worst. So, so in other words, uh, SimCity is finally going to make the game you wanted to play in the first place. Not well, that's even, the game you used to still play. still not. Yeah. It's the game you played still initially. Still not the game you wanted. Still not, because <laughs> it's, it's constrained and stupid and yeah. built improperly. Yeah, but jumping I've, on... Oh, go ahead, Jeff. I was just saying, a lot of, I, a lot of comments I read... Uh, to that story because I read that story earlier today. It's basically it comes down to a lot of the fans are just saying too little, too late. Yeah, hey, too little, yeah. too late. Yeah, it's I, a piece I, of I, yeah, it's broken I, game. I mean, I never got into the depth where you had the people and all that. I used to play the basic SimCity like when it first it, came that's out. That's a great game, but and the that's a the solid, game. fun game. And yeah, the, the problem with this one is great. Yeah. it was a forced online. You the cities were tightened down, so you couldn't build a big city. You had to rely on other multiplayer cities to add resources to your city. And when those people didn't play, you were fucked. Well, fart on that. Yeah. So it became a Facebook game. Basically, it you, became Farmville. Yeah. You gotta you gotta ask your friends to help you out. Yeah. Well, that's stupid. And pay sixty bucks for the privilege. Yeah. Yeah. That's not that's not Sim City. No. But jumping no. from Sim City to Sin City, <clears throat> I'm eagerly awaiting that film later this what? year. I'm on video games already. That has nothing to do with this. <laughs> it's pretty close. It's pretty close. Not right. even close. <laughs> hey, so I don't care. And even though most people won't care in this room, this is kind of interesting. Uh, 2K Sports has revealed it will not develop the next iteration of MLB 2K series this year. It's also removed the series from its website, deleted the series' Facebook page, suggested Whoa. the publisher is done with the series. Digital versions of uh, MLB 2K games are also no longer available. Uh, non-Sony platforms will not have a baseball game this That's year as a result. There's no baseball game anywhere. Yeah, so Sony Computer Entertainment's MLB 14 The Show, which is an excellent game, is the only baseball game announced for this year. Wow. So unless you have a Sony product and you, if you like baseball, you SOL. I, I never cared for the 2K baseball game. I do anyway. like baseball, but The I show was always better. The big show is a lot more fun, Yeah. Uh, but they never made it for Xbox, did they? They never made it for Xbox. And no one else is either. I mean, when EA Sports lost uh, baseball, Sony owns it. So yeah, because EA the EA had the Sony owns. EA did have a bunch of baseball games. And Sony owns which the show? Uh, The show. Yeah, they were good, but it's still 2K, right? No, no, it's the show. MLB is 2K. 2K, MLB 2K is like 
two uh, different two K MLB. Okay, is the is but the show's always been a better game. But yeah, with Xbox, I haven't been able to play a good baseball game. And I, I like hear it. something about RBI baseball returning. I think an eight bit, but I'm not sure. I'll have to do some I research. I don't think on that's that. really a competitor. <laughs> but everybody, <laughs> but everybody it. loved RBI like baseball. No, that's true. It, RBI was, uh, in my opinion, one of the best baseball games. Except for on the Neo Geo, there was fun. a really good baseball game on the Neo Geo. Baseball stars. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's it. I always found two K's baseball just too complicated to play, and so it was like it was too. Since it was like too yeah. hard to hit the ball, it was, yep. yeah, it was much better. It was just, it was like yeah. it shouldn't it's be like this complicated. That sweet it's like how Madden was in my last outing with it. it was oh, too I haven't, I haven't played Madden like since ten. But it's, know, it's whatever. so ridiculously complex to play. I mean, you can't just pop yeah. in and play. You got to go through, you know. Oh, that's too bad. Training and all this crap, and yeah. even then, it's just too fucking hard to. To even throw a pass sometimes. But that's weird that there's no baseball yeah, out there. that's why I put it in there, because it is an odd thing. So Somebody should get... pick up that Base Wars license and move. Uh, now is the time. I, I have to second that. Or do like an outlaw. Like they had the outlaw golf. They should do an outlaw that's baseball. That makes me wonder yeah, if like that Base Wars yeah. would be like that. There's, there's a possibility for that. The, and what there's a guy who's golf? doing, uh, who's doing his own independent um, version of Mutant League football that he's trying to get uh, kick-started okay. soon. <clears throat> It's time for some more crazy shit. It, they should have made a why basketball not, we, game. Yeah, well, well, I mean, like, why, why not have updated Arch Rivals? Right? Yeah. An updated Blitz, Arch Rivals. That's kind of Blitz was fun back in they, the day. Wait, wait, they, they did, did do the Blitz. Blitz yeah. But it's not it, very good. It, yeah, 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 it was terrible. Ooh, the 1970s Rollerball. There you go. Rollerball would be a sick-ass game. <laughs> you know, that sounds right. like 2K lost the license somehow. No, they, not they lost it. They, they just gave they, up on it. Uh, the quote I have, they... Decided not to renew it. It might have gotten too expensive. That's in very possible. Well, also, they have quite the feather in their cap at this point. They've got, uh, after the decimation of THQ, oh, yeah. they had the the, uh, the WWE license fall in their lap, sort of. And so, I mean, next, you know, this year was into that. I WWE met... 2K, and next year will be for, or WWE uh, 15 Did they also get the UFC license? They might still have. They might between have. between the fact that 2K is like the publisher in the U.S. for Rockstar and all of their own titles, they're they're, they're doing fine. They oh, have yeah, they, they have no lack of licenses. I think this kind of sounds like a little bit of the combination of yes, they pro- the license was probably too expensive, and also they've only got a finite amount of resources to, to develop all to of these titles the that yeah. they have right now. So it almost seems like they're trying to to pare down what isn't really generating them a lot of money and and focus on the stuff that well, is. I don't know a lot of people play that 2K baseball because it's a no, hard it's, game. It's, it's not great. I've not, played it not and I great. stopped playing it too. I yeah, started it's not show. fun. Paul, I actually, when I was at the, the uh, little network announcement, I met a guy who used to work for 2K yeah. and worked with the WWE 2K14 game. And I didn't realize how much, go- as a player, I mean, you, you never realize how much goes into the game. Oh, like, yeah. with certain characters, like, if, if one guy has to suplex this guy, then, like, everybody has to suplex him in the game. So you got to figure out how to do that, like, and you know, for electronically like that. And it's not, it's not something that's no, easy. Sure. It's not easy at all. No. So. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm here to just give a quick review. Pure Leaf. Delicious tea. <laughs> okay. I like their tea. Uh, their peach flavor. Yeah, I don't care for the no, flavors. no, not good. <laughs> As we can see you've only Just drank now, a little bit. In a Just recent sampling. In a recent sampling, 
Real have, live fresh butthole taste coming through. <laughs> I have not <laughs> had peach tea other than Snapple's peach Snapple's that tastes good. Snapple's peach tea is, is the, the high water, yeah. and this is garbage. Hold on. Yeah, what was, they what all, did you say about it? They're Most all fresh garbage. butthole taste. Which makes you wonder how he knows that. Oh, what do you mean oh, how I know Paul. that? What are you He's got a couple about? of dogs. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> I don't, they should have they should have labeled the a flavor rim job. In general, yeah. I don't care for flavored tea. I'll just take your regular iced tea. This so. is pretty Pure leaf rim job. Yeah. And it has a good argument. <laughs> <laughs> this is the only flavor they Peach had. Peach rim job. That's what it's called. Yeah. It should be. Well, it says not too sweet. Like not sweet at all. It tastes <laughs> like a butthole. Let's see here. Purely room uh, job. Like unsweet but, uh, things. So savory to you is butthole. <laughs> is that what you're saying? Yeah, it's savory. <laughs> savory butthole. It doesn't, well, there's your first clue, Paul. Only 100 calories per bottle. I think it says, <laughs> well, I think this says this right here. This is this is my favorite part of Pure Leaf, uh, the, the, the quote on the bottle. Congratulations. Oh. You just picked real brewed iced tea. Which means it's brewed from real tea leaves, picked at their freshest, never from powder or concentrate like other teas. And it's sweetened with real sugar. Actually, everything in here is real natural. So enjoy the pure and fresh taste of tea, straight from the leaf to the bottle. Just the way nature intended. <laughs> butthole, Snapple's just the bottle way nature says intended. essentially the same thing. But right. from the leaf to the bottle, just the way nature intended? <laughs> nature. I don't think so. No, I think nature ever intended it to be in a bottle. I don't think nature intends anything. We have corrupted nature to the point where no. its best intentions are fucked. Nature yeah. intended it to be in plastic. Mm-hmm. That's what nature intended. Oh, Oh nope! Still really gross. <laughs> why, did you, why do you do that? Give it a couple Every more tries. Every time you're like, you're like, oh, this is terrible. Yep. Give it a couple more tries. Oh, still oh, terrible. Yeah. You gotta know for sure. And That's how like you acquire a taste. Later, I'll be like, yep, still terrible. It's those, it's those good, good frugal values. You get some food in front of you, and you finish it, motherfucker. Right. It's goddamn right. Eat exactly. those Brussels sprouts. Well, now that we draw a line, <laughs> <laughs> we're not insane. And again, you have been drinking Neuro Passion and eating redfish right before it's you drank. It's true. That. I, w- I am. I am well, a little bit sweet out. Right a couple now. of beef sticks, and you didn't exactly cleanse your palate before drinking it. No, calm yourself. It's just, you know, it's just not good. Cleanse the palate. It's just not good. Yeah, when you get slapped in the mouth with that toilet paper used, <laughs> then when you go straight to the rim job, it's just it's not it's the no same. Good. It's not there. No. It's true, Bonzo. No, I know. I just looked. I'm like, other okay. than the peach, Pure Leaf makes a good quality tea. They, I love their tea. Yeah. So. I have more of it in my fridge at home. The it's unsweetened. Yeah, the unsweetened. Yeah, you didn't get the sweet. <coughs> they're plain. The unsweetened is better. Like sweet tea. Yeah, it's good. Theme. I am, but their unsweetened pure leaf is really good. It tastes like mm. tea. I mean, yep. it's got it's got it's a really good. That's why I was like, how do you add sugar to it? No, no. You I was like, God damn it, pure leaf, you let me down with this peach tea. I'm like, I trusted you. I forgot to mention to our viewers, just like I promised Master Torgo last week, and Captain Letta, I did bring him. All six Fast and the Furious he films. Did. Oh, I yes, have them yes, now. Yes, yes, yes. So. Ooh, they're right there. Yeah. Very exciting. So he will be on a bender. Three is the one. Three is the best. We talked about that last week with you. It's the best. 
Yeah, that's, we thought that you'd say that. <laughs> it is the best. <laughs> Tokyo Drift? Yeah. That's the best. And we I mean, were, we were no, right. No, what we were saying, because, no, I, well, he had said it before, so I knew right, that. Right, right. But, uh, yeah, and that's the one that most, like, fans of the, the canon are like, yeah, I don't get three. I don't care for three. It's so there good. You go. But you don't care for the rest of the canon, and you like three. They should have so. called it Fast and Furious 3, Paul's favorite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the one but, pa- and you know what? But it's, as Bonzo it's said. It's faint fucking praise. It's but, the one Paul kind of enjoys. I'm not a Fast and Furious fan. No, no, no. But as Bonzo said there's none of the same actors it's all different characters it's a whole nother different world but sort of in the same world you it's know. basically an initial d movie yeah and so until you see five and then it connects or i was six. gonna say is yeah, it is that, it four or five where they bring all the characters in or something all right connect them all of this last yeah. one finally talk about news you don't give a shit about <laughs> yeah, yeah there we go let's get past this yeah what else you got there torgo this is the official announcement from the San Diego Comic-Con website. Like here? This is the first time it'll ever be... This is it. No, this is the official announcement. It's not like it's the first time. Yeah. It's just oh, official. this isn't the... This is the, from their website. So. Okay, I see. Yeah, so you're the reading that the, He's reading official yeah. words. This is not an exclusive. Official. Okay, I'm sorry. New I'm... for 2014. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> only single day passes will be sold. The preview night badge option may only be purchased if you buy a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday badge. Preview night is not a standalone badge option. As in 2013, anyone who purchases a Thursday, Friday, Saturday night, Sunday will have the option of consolidating them into a four-day badge on-site. Then there's this whole thing about pre-registration. Only those that have purchased a Comic-Con 2013 four-day attendee or one-day attendee badge have a valid member ID and retain their actual Comic-Con 2013 badge will be eligible to participate in a 2014 badge pre-registration. Professionals, guests, professionals, exhibitors, exhibitor purchase, attendees, badges, volunteers, staff, and press will not be allowed to participate in badge pre-registration. Open online registration for the general public and all categories listed will occur at a later date. If you did not attend Comic-Con 2013, you may participate in the open online registration later this year. Good luck. I'm... Never been to San Diego Comic-Con? Single day only. And should I ever go? Not now. Was, I got to see it in 2002 uh, and, and 2004. Window. And 2002 was incredible. 2004, it was pretty asses to elbows. And now I've heard it's even more congested. So. And, and they're making it rougher year, yeah. by, year by year. It's, it's I hear the same about all South by Southwest, which I've the been to. Last year we went was 2011. Um, it was like right before... Uh, Barry and Deb moved out of the state. Uh, it was it was a juggling nightmare for a lot a of people. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's every day. Five percent. The five percent went. Did they um, get badges? 5%. No, I. It just, what you got a four day pass? Miracles. <laughs> four day passes. Seriously, how do they work? How do they work? Seriously, how does the registration work? Seriously, I'm asking a legitimate question. (laughs) Ooh, miracles. Ooh, I see pee. We had. Oh, there's pee on the floor. I'm so sorry. Ooh, miracles. This happens to me every time. I I can't ever finish a thought. Good, nice job, Bonzo. Oh, Jesus, Bonzo. (laughs) You just Um, apologize. Well, Bear. I mean, Jeff. There's only one question everyone really wants to know about. How was the parking? Well, let me tell you. Ah, no! <laughs> oh, the tables yeah. have turned. <laughs> um. Anyway, we were we were pressed in 2011. We were, and, and as we had been many years in a row before that. Um, 
2012, we actually had our press passes, but uh, it, it all fell through at the last minute. We weren't able to go. <laughs> so, so, so for last year, when we tried to renew our press passes, we were denied press status. Denied. Rejected. So, I you talking about that last year. And, and I could never get an accurate explanation from them as to why. You Maybe know, they listened to the show. <laughs> no, we'd actually gotten praise from their uh, their PR guy we about have a lot of hits how much on our Comic Con shit. Yeah, like oh. like about how well we covered the show and how well you know we did our interviews and so forth. So you know, it's I, I was Ooh, you know so we pissed. I off don't them. mind paying for Comic Con. I just mind not being able to enjoy Comic Con once I've paid for it. Yeah, it's that's not, there's that's not, the problem. There's nothing. It's you had to do it in person so, anymore. It sounds like it's gotten that curse. It's of so like, overcrowded it's that if, if, it is. if we had been paying, I mean, we were lucky in the sense that a lot of the things that, you know, many of us wanted to see, we were able to, you know, get to talk to the people involved from producers down to the actors in the press rooms. Yeah. However, if you because press. we were also quote unquote small press, we also got bumped from rooms that we had been confirmed to you know earlier before we actually arrived in the city so you know there's that fight between large press and small press if cbs decides the local affiliate wants to cover something we would get bumped out of well because you know, out it's of now room. become news on all levels yeah. like we were talking it's, about it's before. become very entertainment mainstream. news is now part of the regular news and so but yeah. the, the way that they were handling press even the last year we went was starting to get to the point where if you weren't a major outlet with a huge reach, you were kind of getting subjugated, and that that wasn't just Comic Con themselves, but a lot of the but the, I think the PR ref- companies reflective that were running of it. what are the biggest selling movies right now. Yeah. Most of them are the kinds of things that you would get into in Comic Con. Yeah. What are some of the most successful TV shows on yeah. television right now? Oh yeah, the things that are at Comic Con. Although. Just, I will say to add insult to injury, we got invited to reapply for press again this year, well, that's and sweet. I just didn't respond. Oh, you should have fired <laughs> off an email. Just uh, been like, "Hey, you reject. We weren't good enough for you last yeah, year. Know. Fuck off." <laughs> I have thought you know, about well, it. Well, the last me. one I didn't even go with you guys because I was just so scarred from. Times no, you earlier. went to us. You went with us to the last one. The very last one, did I? Yeah. Uh, you didn't go to. It was to so with bad, us to he doesn't one. even remember. You didn't go to 2010, okay. but you you were convinced to go back to 2011, right. and then gave us an endless amount of grief about the how. How did I get? How did you guys? <laughs> how did I let you guys convince me to go? So true. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah. I'm miserable. But it's one of those things of like, um, it's amazing how often it happens with a thing like that where, the, you know, for so long it struggles to be, to grow, try to find a place. And it, I'm sure when it first started, it was small it was and it, it small. grew and it grew and it grew. Like hundred people. And then all of a sudden it becomes this monster that they don't know how to control anymore. And, yeah. you know, on a much smaller scale, that's one of the complaints with First Friday these days mm-hmm. that now it's kind of gotten corporate backing and it's become yeah. this beast that isn't what the original people really thought it would be, but should it be but what then the original But then people they're also like, they're in, and I'm sure this is the same way with First Friday. They're, they're really kind of excluding the people that helped make it what it is because yeah. they're not quote unquote big enough anymore. Yeah. No, it's, I mean, it's not where know. the money is. Yeah, exactly. It's like but there's money's the almighty dollar. Well, that's man. why it gets big. It yeah. gets big because it starts attracting money. The money comes in, the cycle builds, and then pretty soon the people who were there where it wasn't money, there, there's no place for well, them anymore. Well, what's, basically, what's, it's the gentrification of everything. It's the what's, same. It's hap- what's happening in San Francisco is happening to our downtown now. 
What's great about it, though, is that, yes, Comic-Con International, the big deal in San Francisco, has become a bit unwieldy and too large. But it has spawned the generation of many, many offshoots, not the sure. least of which this one-up, uh, level-up thing we were just talking about. There's the plenty amazing, of room for all these. The amazing, amazing company con- that does the amazing con- yeah, there's, uh, comic right, conventions right. around you know, the, the United States. The Professor, Biggs, is, Professor Biggs says the Long Beach uh, con. I've right. heard that. What, what Comic-Con was back decades exactly. ago. And that's just it. All these little little upstarts are having space, and the people who really want to find a place where they can kind of reconnect to that that kind of experience are finding that right now comic cons for the uninitiated in a lot of and ways yeah because that you got to give comic-con that it is yeah. a good gateway for the mainstreaming right. of geekdom i mean a lot of what we talk about in terms of geek mainstream it's it's because of comic-con mm-hmm. comic yeah Comic-Con. comic-con yeah. comic-con comic-con was a he-man character yeah, right? but uh <laughs> you know it's because of comic-con <laughs> And I, I just I just really should state for you know for the record here I have nothing against Comic Con attendees I think the people that go to con are amazing. Do you wish you had the something against them? Players like are amazing. Assholes and um, elbows. Some of, you know, in many ways, some of the friendliest people you will ever meet, and are very very passionate about what they like. And the negativity is just not present for the most part when you're at Comic Con. As so like, long as there is a pencil by the eye. Yeah. Exactly. But people are happy. They're having a good time, you know. Even though they're, you know, they're ramming into things and they're getting pushed into booths and so <laughs> forth. Stabby. You said the wrong thing. Yeah, <laughs> you never know what's going to. You're set up Paul against off, it, basically. ramming in, and you, but uh, you know, right there's, there, a, there's a lot of up, things that you could rubbing say. Rubbing against the zipper. <laughs> there's a lot of things that you could get pissed off about at Comic Con, but the fact that people aren't. You know, experiencing that that while they're there is a good thing. So I, the I gotta say that. Two times I was there, I really enjoyed myself. So there you go. Frotage con, go for it. But like I said, I think it's great that all these little mini ones are popping up everywhere. Absolutely. Go and support one that's close to you. Wizard World's yeah. doing a lot of them around the, the United mm-hmm. States now as well. I noticed that every time you go Wizard to start a news column, Paul has to interject one other little thing in. He watches his eyes. That's how I work. Welcome to the show. Exactly. Uh, the tomorrow and uh, tomorrow. Show? Yeah. Huh? What's this? What? Huh? What has it? Was this something about a werewolf? See, see that's how I, I get it back. A song yeah, that I came bad. up with. <laughs> so here's the final. You know, word. it's all about timing. Here's the last. <laughs> yeah, I was taking a shower and this song came the to me. The werewolf was crying because I'd bitten his ball. Oh, right. But I no, said it's no okay. It's Don't worry about it. Where's my phone? And sure enough, he was okay in the end. And we shook on the deal. And I said goodbye. I bit his ball. Oh, okay, yeah, you did. I bit the werewolf. Ball. Really? I mean, I've heard you sing a lot of just terrible songs. <laughs> that might be the worst piece of crap you've I'm ever saying, sung. I'm saying. I got to no, agree no, with yes, you on please that Please explain the, why the creativity I level. No, there's no reason you should enjoy it. I'm in the shower thinking about this song, laughing my head off. I, just, I think it's so... I do. I really I think it's funny. Minecraft. Which is which right. is Which is a great image right there. Just just imagine being in Paul's living room and hearing the raucous laughter from the shower, you know, down the hallway. If my wife had been home, she would have thought something had gone terribly wrong. I was going to say, yeah. What was Anne's response? Like, you're an idiot. Something had gone terribly wrong in the... 
Oh my goodness, Paul's in the shower. Something wouldn't, has gone terribly wrong. Be the first time something I mean, has gone terribly wrong for me in the shower. It's like so. It's just the worst thing you've. <laughs> uh, I think it's the worst thing I've ever seen I you. Know. Wow, really? I know, I and that's know. what. That's wow. what. It's so funny it's to like, me. <laughs> like, there's no sense of rhyme. There's no, <laughs> no sense of meter. No, no. There's no sense of rhythm. That's what I think is there's, funnier about <laughs> it that it doesn't rhyme. It's just, Adam, just a guy. There's no sense Luddite, of anything. Luddite, it makes me laugh about it. No sense of you're letting your musical experience. No storytelling on his music. No, no creativity. The story. The story There's nothing. There, it's this just is, unlike Paul. I'm just surprised. This that is he what's funny. To this level. This is what's funny to me. <laughs> it's the way it starts out. It's like I'm in the lab. Here comes the werewolf. And the funny thing to me is, oh, good, because I had this plan to bite his ball. <laughs> See? That's what's fucking funny. There you that's go. Funny. No, that's, it is. Oh, I got three people laughing Paul, on it. Paul, I got three people laughing on it. There is something funny about that. <laughs> yeah, right. That's it. That's not in the song, though. That wasn't the song. That was in the song. <laughs> the very first song. No, you, you missed you it. You said, oh, I'm in the lab, and the werewolf shut up. And I bit him in the balls. <laughs> it wasn't like, oh, I've had this plan. For no, like that weeks. was what it was. How clean be? That's what it was. I, if I, I'm sorry if I didn't do it. That's what I was saying. I'm glad he was here because I had a plan to bite him in the balls. That's what was the, the, the funny thing is that come he's planning well. to bite the werewolf's balls, <laughs> and he's just very happy to see the, the werewolf. The he's like, "Oh, good, oh, good," because now my plan, my ball biting plan, can finally move come forward. To because the werewolf's here, and <laughs> you've been—that's the moment, Paul. When he can't speak anymore, you've been watching far too much Tim and Eric. Please stop. Please stop. One episode oh, is Whose balls do you bite? Write to us. Comments oh. at uglycouchshow.com. Weren't you starting to read an article before nope. he went out? Oh. I was not. Oh. He flubbed the article anyway. What, what? was it? Wait nope. a minute. We like was it the about? biggest news item of the week? Like us on Facebook. The, We're the, not even at two hours yet. Come on. The high court decision on uh, net neutrality. Oh, yeah. Terrible. Uh, yeah. Uh, at least it's not Supreme Court, but still, no, no. It's fucked up. We can hope it. Only hope it gets pushed further. Will it though? Will it even matter? Yeah. Will the Supreme Court decide for? Uh, it's net getting freedom? disgusting. The internet's not going to be what it was. That's horrible. Yeah. It's not even what it was before. Yeah. Money will get you. Did you yeah. Did you really think in everything. our capitalistic society they would just let the internet alone? Ugh, so gross. Well, they should. It's getting so slow now again. Have you guys noticed it's that? Get slower. Yeah. Like I'm like I'm not crazy, right? No. Like well, the internet oh, is you're slower. crazy, but it's getting slow. You got issues. Oh, there is that. Huh? You have some issues. But the internet is fucking slow again. I know. If you just try googling biting <laughs> werewolf balls, it's it takes forever. <laughs> it, it, Plus, you hear that weird laughter in the background. Might just I don't be know your service, is. Paul. Well, it might be the fact that I Google werewolf balls all day. <laughs> I don't. I haven't had a problem. I noticed it. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I've seen slow down is when I started an Xbox 360. That's uh, it's slow too. Yeah. Well, until next week, I'm Master Torgo. Bing, werewolf balls bite. Bing. 80s Jeff. <laughs> Commander K. <laughs> Captain Luddite. And Bonzo the Beast. Is, is that a Bing Arroo! search? Is that, that was my Bing search, okay, yeah. I'm See, and then it comes up. Arroo! You guys haven't been to bitetheweerewolfballs.com? No, I no. remember Chewbacca ate my balls.com. What? You don't remember? No. Oh! Oh! Hey, by the way, Here we do go. you know this one? Do you but know Chewbacca ate my balls? Chewbacca ate my balls. Uh, Mythbusters did a Star Wars episode this week about Chewbacca's balls. No, but they did a. They checked, Does he have nards? Three Star Wars myths. In I, a, in uh, a, Chewbacca ate my balls. Cool. Has still got to be around. What is that? Is that a 4chan thing? Uh, 
I think it's like it's prior to that. This is old. Four chan still shit. exists. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. This is, we're talking, you know, like late nineties. Chewbacca ate my balls. Dot com. What was it about? I think the answer is the title. Ate my balls. What was it? There have to be a story does, about Chewbacca tell eating the my balls. Story right in the title. All right, I think this strangely, could be better. This could be better explained in song. Strangely, it was three gentlemen. Uh, I was working on the Falcon late on one night. I was looking for a hydro spanner I couldn't find. When suddenly here came Chewbacca, and I was glad he was there because I planned to eat his balls. But he bit my balls. Chewbacca bit my balls. He bit my balls. What is it about? It's three men reviewing Proust. What do you think it is? <laughs> it's Chewbacca what? biting your balls. What more apropos way to hide your in-depth uh, discussion on Proust than Chewbacca ate my balls? Well, what kind of ball? Like actual balls? What kind of balls? Yes. <laughs> or just balls? Wookie balls. Wookie yeah. balls. He's just nibbling on like Apparently golf balls. Apparently, it was balls. a series of... It, it's a meme that yeah. started <laughs> with... Old meme. Yeah. And and one of one of the sub before they called him memes yeah. was was Chewbacca. Chewbacca yeah, ate my balls. The, the, the I ate, wish the I ate had my balls was a whole thing. It, it, ate my balls, a, a, blank, four, ate my a balls four picture thing? thing of Chewbacca saying one in one panel. I wish I had some balls to munch on, <laughs> and then the next one it shows him screaming, saying, "Your balls are mine." <laughs> I remember that? Oh my God! And then balls. they reference the Mr. T one, which says, yeah, "What yeah. Mr. T already got Damn, yours." Damn, them balls is good. <laughs> <laughs> Pity the fool that don't like balls. I pity the fool that don't like balls. <laughs> and the final one showing Chewbacca and Han Solo with weapons drawn. Chewbacca says, ah, and uh, Han says, all right, hand over your balls. I'm sorry. Could you oh. please, could you please what say? say what Chewbacca says? <laughs> oh, he says what? <laughs> Chewbacca says what? <laughs> Chewbacca says what? <laughs> Chewbacca says what? <laughs> Chewbacca says what? <laughs> Bite my balls. <laughs> I think you say ah ah, 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 hand over your balls. <laughs> ah, a Chewbacca says what? <laughs> Chewbacca says what? What? You're a Chewbacca. What? A Chewbacca says what? <laughs> oh my god. So I just I just think it's really funny that he had a plan to bite the werewolf's balls. <laughs> oh, for God's sake! Really? It always this. has to come back to you. It Dutch. does. Well, well, it was. I've just, I just, this I mean, was the, this was the thing that I thought of today. Uh, this is the that thing. I wanted to bring to the show. The one thing you thought this of was all the day. main thing. I was like, I'm bringing this werewolf ball biting song to the show. No, you were determined to put it in the show. Here's what's going to happen. Point Here's what's going to happen is somebody out there who listens to the show is uh, going to make an animated movie uh, out of this. Oh, you wish. Oh, I do wish. Can you imagine? Biggs is on it right now. Oh, I'm Biggs, sure. if you could make an animated it. file. Of the guy, of the guy in the laboratory, then the werewolf coming down the stairs, and then the guy in the laboratory gets a thought bubble. Oh, good! And in the thought bubble, <laughs> now you're directing. This it. sounds like an Ed Wood film. Why don't you make the? Animation? I should make this thing. I should draw this out. I'm going to draw this out. I'm going to draw out a comic. Can you make a timed out image thing? Where it'll play the music and then the image will come up, even if it's just single panel. I think you can. Microsoft yeah. Movie Maker should do that. Yeah, I'm not good at that easy. stuff. You don't have to. Be I'll draw. He's got do things to do. Torgo, what's the matter? With yeah, you? yeah, we I can do, do that. He's got songs to make up in the shower. If you actually spend enough time to make those panels, uh, yeah, we can put it together. All right. Oh my God. Done. Done. Wow. I might have to re-record it because apparently the first time I sang it, I didn't emphasize enough how it's all about the guy's plan to yeah, bite the werewolf. Yeah, it needs some work. Needs some work. Plan to bite the werewolf. 
Paul, we're, 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 <laughs> workshop, workshop this. Paul, I won't lie to you. I might have shut down a little bit when you started. <laughs> I not have had my full attention at the There's beginning the of the cry. song. The I, cry I, I of the werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have my full attention at all. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. T ate my balls.